The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So my iPhone came up with this new thing today that I didn't want it I didn't want it to do but my iPhone was sat there and suddenly it just popped up you have new memories created April the 20th 2018 I think what what new memories created of April the 20th uh, uh 2018 outrageous I didn't ask for new me- so I opened it and basically it had made without my instruction a video, a, a montage with 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 bland music of 
my evening at Chaz and Dave at the Royal Albert Hall. So there was... Not the, just your memories, though. Yeah. It was like pictures your sister had sent Oh, there was a in. picture... There was a, um, a, a picture of some earplugs that my sister had sent me on the same day. I think... Was it, so I've got a picture of an ear, some earplugs, a sleeping child... Not his. And four pictures of Chaz and Dave, because that's all I took. Because I'm not obsessed with taking pictures all the time now. And he popped up... You, you have new memories. And also... It was only three weeks ago. <laughs> if it popped up and said, "Is is some mem- new memories of your dead dad?" That would be that would be awesome. That would be great. Are you ready for that? That, I that am takes r- me by surprise. Are you ready? Are you ready for love? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Why am I singing Elton John? Why not? Because he is the brains behind the um, new movie. That I've booked tickets to go and see on Saturday, Sherlock Gnomes. Can you take my kids as well and save me the job? Yeah, I'll bring them. But here's the thing. So I, I, I've got the kids on Sunday, right? So I thought, I'll take, take them to the, see if there's any plays on. No plays on. I'll take them to see a movie. So I looked and um, saw the Sherlock Gnomes, right? So I phoned up the cinema. I said, I'd like to book three tickets. And I got the title wrong. I said, um, Gnomeo and Juliet, because that was the first one, wasn't it? And no- they're in it. Gnomeo and Juliet. He said, okay, what cinema? I told him, what time? He, he said, right, okay. Is that the um, Royal Shakespeare Company or the, the Metropolitan Opera? I went, no, 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 it's, 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 the, it's the cartoon, Gnomeo and Juliet. Let me have a quick look at that. Yeah, those are the only two productions that are, that are showing up. The Royal Shakespeare Company and the Met Opera. I don't know what it is. I said, right, I said, what are you typing in? He said, I'm typing in Juliet. I said, it's Nomeo. He said, yeah, Romeo and Juliet. I said, no, it's Nomeo. He said, right, what cinema and what time? I told him. He said, right, the only film at that cinema at that time is one called Sherlock Gnomes. Wow. I went, that's it. That's it. I, I said, I'm an idiot. I said, I am an idiot. And I'm thinking, you're a bigger idiot. You just said Sherlock Gnomes. Gnomes. Um, and also he said, so what's your name? I said, Ian Lee. He went, ah, one of my friends is called Lee. I mean, is that, is, <laughs> that is weird. That is actually one of my friends is called Lee. That is weird. Um, customer service, isn't it? That's a strange way of doing customer service. I think. What wrong? That, that light on you isn't working. So could you send it off, please? I was trying to. I was trying to do a little bit of moody lighting, but it's horrible, isn't it? I wonder. Hang on. This, you, you do that. I might do it. Oh, no, I'm going to look like I'm under surveillance. No, you're going to look, you're going to look glamorous. No, I'm going to look like I've been caught trying to escape from prison. In many ways, we, we are under... Oh, no, that looks rubbish. Awful. Uh, right, Stop the right. mayhem. All right, love, it's just, it's just light. And I said love there, unironically. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Danny. Good evening, Danny. Hello, Ian. Sorry, mate. Uh, I know you're, you didn't want to start off on a bad note, but I'm here to talk about scott hutchison from frightened rabbit i don't know if you've heard uh, now, about it yes now listen i have thank you for this danny i, I, I i'm gonna be honest right i don't yep. know who this gentleman is and i, I don't yep. know this band right but i've seen yep. um a couple of people that i follow namely um emma pollock formerly of the delgados excellent singer songwriter and um yeah. limmy have been tweeting about this guy and i went and had a little look at his timeline and his last couple of tweets, basically he's a musician, he's from Glasgow, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, they're a Scottish band, they're amazing, like Frightened Rabbit, they're, they're a brilliant band, they're huge in America, they're quite big here, but 
Yeah, the, yeah, it's just very, very sad. And he's he's uh, kind of he's he's gone missing, and his last couple he, of tweets yeah. are not particularly inspiring. You know no. th- that he's in a particularly good state of mind. Yeah, exactly. I think it, it, yeah, they're quite sad tweets, and the police are looking for him. It's all over the news, and I mean, I know him personally. Like I've I've spoken to him a bit. He's I, like, he's sort of a friend of mine, but more than that, he's my favorite musician and right. it's just a really weird sad day and he's missing and people are looking for him he's, you know it's just a it's a weird it's a weird time it is i'm gonna uh, uh, uh his last two tweets one from 23 hours ago yeah right up until then it's all it's all you know nice tweets about being in a band show times things like that yeah. last two tweets tweets 23 hours ago be so good to everyone you love it's not a given i'm <clears> so annoyed that it's not I didn't live by that standard, and it kills me. Please hug your loved ones. Right? Yeah. And the last one, 23 hours ago as well, is, I'm away now. Thanks. And that's it. And no one's yeah. seen hide nor hair of him since. Um, we'll talk about his music in a minute, because I, you know, I don't want to dwell on the, 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 the possible dark side of this. We, let's, let's talk about the, the, sure. the choice, because I don't know this band, and I'm keen to find out a bit more. But, Mate, but, you would love them. You would absolutely well, love that's them. Well, that's a big, that's a big know, claim to make, Danny! They're no Beach Boys, but they would. Who I think that? you would like them if you gave them a chance. You know, I've got to play a bit, and if I don't like it, I'm calling you out on this person. Can I get? Can I choose the song if you play a bit? Yeah, of course you can. We'll, we'll do it in a minute. Okay. Right? All so, right, cool. is has this um, uh, has Scott Hutchison? That's his name. Oh, I'm just looking at his yep. Twitter now. Owl John. Has he yep. um, talked about you know having mental health problems yeah. in the past? Yeah, yeah, he's been pretty open with it. Uh, a lot of songs, he's written a lot of right. songs about it. I right. mean, there's, yeah, it, he he does have history. Uh, his brother, Grant, is the drummer from the band. He's, like, sent out the most beautiful message on Instagram. And it's just, yeah, it's it's very sad, but we're all staying positive. Yeah, all of course. The band, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's, oh, let, let's, 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 I agree with you. Let's totally assume the best. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's, I'm just hoping he's safe. And he'll come back soon. And, and I have been reading about this a little bit, and I, and, I, and I, I saw you ask me to to, to retweet it, and I, I and I've kind of got. It's not a policy, cause, but I, yeah. I I don't retweet stuff like yeah, that because if I did one for you, Danny, then for you, if I if I did this, <laughs> then then and this thinking isn't you know is 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 quite easy yeah. to challenge. Actually, it's not it's not that great an argument. If I did one for you that and then I didn't do one for a little girl, then the, yeah. you know what I mean. So I I tend Mate, not I to. I also I, I do. Feel bad calling you because you've sort of become the guy who everyone calls about oh, mental issues, no. and I feel bad because you're a funny guy. Funny and was I was like, mental issues. Instead, it's mental issues. No, I don't, honestly, I don't <laughs> mind, and, I, and I'm glad you have actually, because because um, I, I feel for the bloke, and I feel for his friends and his family and, and people that like him. Um, so he's talked about the, about the mental health stuff, and, and he's kind of, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He does very much so. He's the lead singer, frontman. He writes the songs. I mean, he he's written songs about depression. He's yep. been very open about it, and uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. Oh my god! Uh, just... the, the, the last I saw, and I've not really been on Twitter that much for a few hours reading other people's stuff. Was, was I the, can't it, imagine why. <laughs> was the suggestion that maybe he'd gone to Edinburgh? Yeah, so they were, in, they were in Edinburgh. He was at a hotel, uh, and he left about 1 a.m. this morning. It's apparently in Queensferry. Um, the, the, yeah, so the first thing I saw was today that Scottish police were looking for him. And 
Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, he left some sad text, he left some sad tweets, and mm. I don't know. It, I, all yeah, all I'm hoping for is like a, a Stephen Fry version where he just had enough and he wanted to flee and come back and. Yeah. You know, that, that's what I'm hoping well, yeah, for, no, he just needed some space. Yeah, let's assume he, he, he wants a few nights on his own, and that's fair enough. Yeah. Everyone wants that, and, uh, you know, and, and hopefully he'll pop up in the week or in a, you know, a little bit later and go, sorry for worrying you guys, this is where my head was at. So let, let's hope that. Right. So Frightened Rabbit is the band. I, I have never heard of them until today, so... Mate, you will love them. Your daddy, you're doing it again! He's doing it again, Catherine! I'm this telling is so much you... Will these people ever learn? This is... Danny's gonna have egg on his face if I don't love it. No, I... I can I give you one song? Just one yeah, song? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here, I'm ready, I've go. Tell me what it is. It's called Big Arms... Oh, wait, wait. I thought you were a fan, mate. Uh, Big, what? <laughs> Big Arms, oh, wait, wait. No way, I'm going to give you a different song. It's <laughs> called Keep Yourself Warm. Okay. All right, we're going to All right, we're going to we're going to play we're going to play some of this now. There's a lot of pressure it's on you absolute now. Absolute beauty. No, it's a beauty. All right. All right. How do I get rid of the um There we go. All right, we're going to listen to this. Stop it there for a second. That, yeah. was a, that was a long intro to the vocals. <laughs> and I was thinking, yeah. as each second went on, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be... Uh, I, I like Sorry, it, wasn't I, good. It, wasn't a, it wasn't a good one for the radio. No, 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 no screw those losers. This is about, this is about me now. Um, yeah. I thought this... Because I've, I've had songs where it's a long intro and the vocals come in and they suck. I, like, I liked that, though. Okay, I, good. I Should I we like, carry on? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Probably the best way to enjoy music is not by having a director's commentary. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Catherine just did a comic aside to the Periscope YouTube crowd. She just looked at the crowd and sort of shrugged her shoulders and shook her head. Just crack on, please. Don't play to those guys. Get my home, get my home, get my home, and I'll find out more. It's a choo-choo train, a rocket launch, if we have a... God, there's a swear Daddy! word. Daddy! You can't no, forget there's... that that's your career in radio over. There's an F-bomb. There's an F-bomb. I'm sorry. I know. We heard it. We just heard it. I don't think it went out. If it did, you have my apologies. You'd have heard it on YouTube. Sorry, guys. Although you can handle an F-bomb. You're on the internet. Um, I apologize. Please, please send all complaints uh, to Danny and we'll pass on his uh, phone. I, like, <laughs> I, I liked that. I liked that. Not my normal cup of tea. Kathy, you were not I quite convinced. If you give it... If you give it a try, you'll like them a lot. Yeah. I was waiting for it to start, but 
It's, it, oh, it kicks in. I, I picked a bad song. You picked a sweary song, Daddy. <laughs> you picked a sweary song. I picked song. a song that kicked in after three minutes, which is great for the radio. No, I don't, don't worry about it. I listen, I enjoyed that. Well, listen, um... Uh, well, listen, stop saying, well, I, well, listen. Um, <laughs> b- best of luck, fingers crossed, and, um, you know, we'll yeah. let us know um, if there are any updates, ma'am. I will do. I hope, Thank I hope, you, Ian. I hope Thank your you, man Catherine. turns up. Thank you, Danny. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Thank Danny. you, guys. Ta-ta. Cheers. Bye-bye. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the show you can call in about absolutely anything you want. The late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So yesterday was a momentous day for me. Um, after the show, I went home. And I stripped off, and I got my clippers out, and um, I did a little bit of gardening, a little bit of indoor gardening, bollock bonsai, um, todger topiary, I did. And um, How many sausage slip-ups? Uh, well, there were five nicks, three balls, two shaft. He's in tatters, ladies um, and gents. Not, not, not major, but I almost <laughs> circumcised myself well, at one point. Did you get some little bits of toilet paper and like stick them on? No, no, no. I don't think. Here, do you want to have a look? No, I really don't. You don't want to see it? No, I don't. Well, just have a quick look. No, Kath. No, I bet. No, Kath, it's there. I bet it looks like ET with plastic. All right, I put it away now. Don't! I don't want to see it. I put it away. I can see. Okay. Flipping heck. It's not as dark in there as it used to be. Did he have that out then? No, he didn't. Good God! Um, Another one for the tribunal. So. Um, I did it, and I first thought, I thought, I'm just going to cut it back a little bit. I told you that's how it would start. What did I tell you? And I cut it back, and there's loads of hair in, I did it over the toilet. And then some of it's on the floor. But So there's loads of hair in the toilet, I'm thinking, that doesn't really look any different. So I went for it. I went for it. I mean, it's not completely bald. You look like the last chicken in the shop. Um, no, I've got a, a young man's penis. Give it back, don't feel it. old man's testicles. <laughs> uh, no, it, my penis looks young, healthy, fresh, a um, little bit longer. It really is doing the do. And so I'm, what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to um, I'm going to start a website called simpleasthat.com. And what it's going to be, it's going to be training videos for male genital grooming. I don't mean grooming in that sense. Um, and I'm going to... Personal grooming, they call Personal it. grooming. Um, and I'm going to be uh, uh, showing the guys, and maybe some of the gals want to watch it so that they can do it on their partners. Um, I'm going to be showing them how how to do it, best way to... Techniques, styles... Um, styles? What, like centre part in? No, knobby styles. <laughs> That's a good one. Just that Fair play. <laughs> Um, but it's good. But here's the thing, right? Because I've got hairy chest and it, I've got a slightly hairy stomach, and then it get, picks up again. My crab ladder. And um, jeez. So, uh, but so I didn't know where to stop. So I was very tempted just to do the whole frontage. You know that within three days, that's going to be like Desperate Dan's chin. Oh, it's a little bit now. But I, it, do you know what? It wasn't sexy. Some people find this thing kind of sexy. I didn't. It wasn't a sexy thing to do. Doing it over the toilet. But I found it embarrassing. I found it embarrassing. Uh, no, not embarrassing. Empowering. There's a Freudian slip. Slip. And I found it empowering. 
And, and I was, it's weird, right? Because I have done pretty much everything one man can do to his own body. Every um, part of me has been fingered, manipulated, and abused, right? The one thing I've not done before is trim my pubic hair. And I find that amazing. Josh, how's your pubic hair? Hello. Hello, Josh. How's your pubic hair? How's my pubic hair? Yeah. Yes, Josh. Um, yeah, I want to talk about Arsenal, mate. I don't want to talk about pubic hair. Okay, well, 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 well have you shaved your Arsenal? Have I shaved my Arsenal? Haha, <laughs> you're hilarious, mate. Just put me free to eat, and yeah, I just want to get some, think off my chest about Chelsea. Okay, you're, 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 you're through to Ian, and you're right, I am hilarious. How is, do you shave downstairs? Because I shave downstairs for the first time ever. Mate, I want to talk to Talk Sport. Who hell are you, mate? Yeah, yeah. How is your pubic hair? You sick idiot. Can you put me through to talk sport, please? No, mate, because you've got a phone up them. This is a different radio station, you absolute numpty who doesn't know how to use a telephone. All right, listen, I don't know what, what radio you're from, but you're not going to talk to me like that, mate. I will talk to you how I want. Your name is Ian, mate. You have expired, mate, all right? Your name is Ian. No Ian yes. in the world should be talking like that. I will talk to you Ian. exactly at that, but my last name's Lee, and that means What's I can it? talk to you like that. What's your last name, Lee? Yeah, like Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was my great uncle. Yeah, Bruce Lee. Oh, really, mate? You're probably bold, mate, because all Ian's are bold. <laughs> all right. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I've just shaved downstairs. I am bold down there now. All right, mate. Listen, I don't know what way you swing, but I don't want to know about your pubic hair, yeah? Well, you, you keep talking about it. Yeah, yeah. You're doing this for the ratings, mate. You're boring, all right? And Ian, if I saw you in real life, yeah. face to face, you would never have the front Yes, I would. Me like this, yes, right? I would. I would. I would. I would. I would. Well, listen. Yeah, you don't even right. know how to operate a telephone. You've called the wrong radio station. How stupid are you? You're about. In I, fact, you're probably above slight average IQ for a talk sport listener. You muppet. <laughs> oh, you're jealous. You probably get this all the time, don't it? You think? Yeah, I get thick. I get thick idiots ringing up the wrong radio station. I want to talk to talk sport. I want to talk to talk sport. That's why you're upset. You're jealous of talk sport. You think people want to talk to you, but every time they call you, they're like, "Oops, wrong radio station." Yeah, because all talk sport listeners are thick. I get that. Oh, look at you, jealous of TalkSport. No, no, not jealous at all. All TalkSport, not when their listeners are as thick as you, Josh. Not when their listeners are as thick as you. You didn't even know you were on air. In fact, you don't even know the name of the host you want to talk to. What is your radio station's name? What is your radio station's name? It's Heart 106.2. What? We are Heart 106.2. May I have never heard of that, mate. Listen. Have a good day, Ian, all right? And one thing I'll tell you, change your name, mate. It's bloody boring, mate. It's extinct. I hope you ain't named your child Ian Jr., because he's going to get picked on in school, right? No, I've, I've named him Josh. See ya later. Bye, Josh. Thanks for calling, mate. What, a, what an idiot. What a dick. Tra- be fair, though, <laughs> numbers are quite tricky for those people. If he, if he calls up again, uh, I'll, 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 I'll get it. <laughs> Ian. Ian. Your name's extinct. I don't like the name Ian. He's absolutely right. But Josh. It's a horrible. Joshua. Horrible, horrible name. Um, but um, what is the talk sport number? Because they're not 
they're not that similar. It should be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> shouldn't it? But even that's a bit tricky for those people. Yeah, those guys. Oh man, they're so thick. I love it. Um, but gonna... he wants to talk about the football. Yeah, talk about football. Anyone's interested in Josh's thoughts on the football? Dear God. Can you imagine a, a, a knuckle dragger banging on about some millionaire knuckle draggers? Sweet Lord. Is that really what, what passes for entertainment on that radio station? Dear God. Someone, someone go and blow it up. We don't need it. Well, hang on. We don't mean literally, but I'm not even, that's not an invitation to ISIS. Say incitement. Incitement to sport, uh, sport hatred. <laughs> uh, Gareth! What's it, hello, what's the crack? Um, um, I went to a psychologist today and... Yeah. I was having a bad couple of days, you yeah. know. Yeah. And the rumination and the thought and stuff just came, you know, just like a rush. Yeah. Um... But uh, it was that when I was chatting to the psychologist and explaining them, yeah. you know, on a day-to-day basis how hard the severe anxiety can be, yeah. it was painful. But I think that that's all part of it, you know, to get it out. And got to, Sometimes you've got to work through the pain to get out to the good stuff that's on the other side. And the good stuff is definitely on the, on the other side, Gareth. I promise you that, man. It sort of freed me because... I didn't think, you know, going on so deep would have hurt so much. You know, the way they say it's good, they talk. But it sort of threw me because it was like new. Yeah. It's good, man. You're doing the work, though. You're doing the work. You know, to to, to be happy for some people. um, Some people can just be happy, and that's great, and I'm deeply envious of them. And some of us have to work at it, and we've got to work really, really hard, man. But it sounds like you're you're, you're on an uh, an important journey. I think half the battle with me is just too much time on my hands, to yeah. think. Yeah, no, no, like, I definitely. That can be, you can fall on their trap of thinking, you know, the rumination and the thoughts will come afterwards, yeah. but it's keeping myself busy more than anything. Yeah, no, it's, it is, it, 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 uh, I think um, a lot of intelligent people, a lot of thinkers struggle with, you know, mortality and, and depression because you're right, because they think about stuff. But you're doing good work, Gareth. You should be very proud of yourself. Yeah. I just need to keep remembering that. Thank keep you. doing it, man. This too shall pass, brother, I promise. Yeah. Thank you, Gareth. Take care, man. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate the updates. Bye. Thank yeah. you. I like Gareth. He's a nice bloke. Let's go to... Oh, they're all coming out of the woodwork. Let's go to Mo. Hi, man. How are you? Um, I'm itchy. Well, listen, um, first of all, let me just tell you about your comments about TalkSport. They were absolutely out of order. Because the thing is, you're just jealous about TalkSport because TalkSport get more listeners than you. Yeah, they do. They get, they, get about, they get about, um, I think the, the, the nighttime show gets about eight or nine times the amount of listeners we get. Yeah, of course I'm jealous of them. Yeah, I'd love that. So you're just jealous. See, yeah. So stop, stop saying like, with really offending comments about, like... Can you, Mo, Mo, you're muff, muff, Mo, I can't hear what you're saying. Either take that dick out of your mouth, or, or just, I can't understand what you're saying. It sounds like this, and it's really difficult to work out what you're saying. Oh, how homophobic, how homophobic. No, not homophobic at all, embracing, I'm embracing homosexuality. you were homophobic. Okay, First of all, I'm not gay, and even if I was gay, why would that matter? Because if there's a dick in your mouth, I can't understand what you're saying. You're very, what I'm saying is, Mo, you're sounding very muffled. We've actually got a radio presenter who's homophobic. I can't stand homosexuals. I can't, I can't stand them. It should be illegal again. (laughs) How ridiculous. No, I I, I think it's disgusting. I I think it's disgusting. 
probably got rubbish out of your mouth, yep, man. Yeah, and yet you listen every single night, and when you don't get on, you get very upset, Mo. Listen, man, just let me finish, yeah? Because I know you're going to cut me off, because you're probably scared of me. There we go, yeah, I'm going to cut you off now. By the way, <laughs> talk sports number, it pretty much is one, two, three, four. <laughs> it's 08717-223344. Got that, thickos! <laughs> Got that thickos! Oh, gosh. Uh, let's go to Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Good evening, boys. Evening, Kath. I was, um, I was cyber-stalking you today. Oh, yeah? I saw your... I went on your Facebook page. Oh! And I saw your picture of Killian Murphy. That was from the Peaky Blinders premiere. I know. You were wearing a Peaky Blinders hat. I look like Tommy Shelby from Series 1. Yes, and so it's a picture of, of um, Alan Caddick with Killian Murphy, and Killian, it's got to say, he looks thrilled to be in that photograph with you. Well, I know. Very, it's he's m- a very, very lucky man. Yeah, it was a good night. I want to talk serious about it, because I saw on the TV earlier. Was it, uh, was it the farmers loving the countryside? It was about male suicide in Carnation Street. Oh, yes, 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 I didn't see that, but yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I I saw that impact, that suicide, felt across the whole street. Um, well, I've I've not seen it. Here's my thinking on it, right? It's a big story, good for them, well done. Coronation Street getting a lot of flack at the moment for having darker storylines. Soaps have always had it. Well, from about 1985 onwards, have always veered towards the dark. But Coronation Street always had, uh, like, funny bits, though, didn't it? Oh, but there'll still be funny bits in it. There'll still be funny bits in it. But, you know, they had, um... Brian Capron, what was the murder? The, the, the murderer he, he Richard played? Hillman. Richard Hillman. That was dark. That was fifteen years ago. That was dark, man. They always have their dark stuff and they have humour. Uh, but here's the thing: it's Shane Ward, isn't it? Who's, who's yeah. the, the, this? I was saying this to Kath, right? If you were right, because because let's be honest about Shane Ward with respect, right? His pop career is done. Yeah. And once he's out of Corrie, he's only been in it a bit. His acting career is probably done. Right. There's not, I, I can't imagine him going off into the movies or doing a Saran Jones, you know. Right. So, when you get given a script, you go, right, yeah, like this script. Um, I notice I commit suicide in it. Um, can I just, what's the flexibility on that? No, no, that's, that's, uh, thing. All right. So I definitely, I, I kill myself and you see me die. There's no chance that I've, I've snuck. Yeah, you definitely die. Okay. What I would do, Alan, on the day of filming, they go, right, everyone, this is the, the final scene with Shane. It's the suicide scene. It's a big thing. Shane, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, and action. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit better now. Let's all go down the Rovers. Drinks on me. Cut, 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 cut. Shane, Shane, oh, this is the scene where you kill yourself, man. This is a big scene. You've got to do it. I know. Sorry, guys. I was just, I was, I was, I was just teasing. All right, let's, let's go again. Yeah. And action. You know, I was going to kill myself today, but I'm feeling all right. Let's go for a run. Cut, cut, cut. I would just keep doing that. And eventually they wouldn't be able to film it because they're on such a tight turnaround. They'd have to let you stay alive and in the soap opera. Which explains a lot of those characters. Doesn't it just? Well, I think the main point of that story I'm trying to prove is it's very important to talk about it. Even if you're feeling down, it's good to talk. Do you know what? Alan is right. And and can I just say this? Anyone is listening. On a serious note, if anyone is listening... 
Uh, what Alan said there is very wise. Even if you're feeling down, it's very good to talk about Coronation Street. It really, really is. Rita. Um, uh, I De- miss Norris. De- Norris. Mike. Um, Michael. Um, not Mike Yarwood. What was his name? Mike Vernon Baldwin. Mike Vernon Baldwin. Middle names as well. Roy's Rolls. And that fella that's a new Roy's Rolls. Streetcars. Um, the, Steve McDonald. The fella, with oh. the, the fella with the glasses who used to work in Best Buy. Better by Ray Cholzer. Thank you, Alan. Really important point there. If you're feeling down, it's really important to talk about Coronation Street. Can I just say, Mike Graham is listening to this show. Knob off, Mike. Go stop trying to steal ideas for your show. So he'll be doing a phone in tomorrow. Have you ever shaved your pubis? Give me a call now. <laughs> He's shaving as we speak. <laughs> I shave first, Mike. You'll shave further. <laughs> I shaved my balls first, Mike Graham, before you did. Before you stole my idea. Well, this morning we're discussing shaved balls. I've just shaved my balls last night. I'm the first one at Talk Radio to do it. I'm on the phone. Graham, it's Lee. You weren't. Meanwhile, he's on the phone. Julia shaved hers first. He's on the phone to Porky. I've got a new video idea. It's going to go more viral than that cinnamon thing. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? I mean... (laughs) Look at the time. Oh, dearie me. I love those guys. I love those guys as well. I, uh, there's, there's, I, do... I mean, the two mics, not, not anyone's balls. <laughs> oh. um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's going out on the radio, I think, as well, actually, all of this oh, stuff. Dear. Good evening, Jonathan. Good evening, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very, very well, Jonathan. How are you? Oh, do you remember me, though? We spoke for a while. Yeah. I, the one I, that you put... I think I had to cut you off because you were swearing. No, I weren't swearing. You just like put me on YouTube. We've got like four thousand views now, so it's kind of made me. Yeah, it says it says on my screen yeah. that you you're, you're aggressive and you swear. So I have to go. No, 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 no. It's hilarious. That's when I was drunk. I'm not drunk now. I'm rich now. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I want to talk about depression and mania. You know how you get like really manic when like someone's really suffering from depression. That words just come out of their mouths and no one really understands what they're saying, but they spurt it out. There's no really correlation. You've been in the news a lot. I'm worried about you. And I'm, I'm really. Not, I don't. I don't you. suffer from. I don't suffer from. I'm not bipolar. I don't suffer from mania. Much, but like you're in the news a lot. Like, I, I've seen yeah, being in the, in the, the, listen, being in the news. Being in the news, Jonathan, does not necessarily mean you're bipolar. Bipolar is what we used to call no, manic depression. Hang on a minute, no, Jonathan. Jonathan, I remember exactly who you are, mate. And you'll yeah, shut up yeah, for a second. You yeah, now I do. You're the rude man. It swears a lot oh, and is okay. aggressive. Um, being in the news, being in the news, being in the, being in the news doesn't mean you're bipolar. Uh, it was what we, ne- what we used to no, call manic well, depressive. No, we're not about bipolar now. We're talking about recent news. I'm worried about I'm not, um, but you, I don't understand why you were talking about mania. I'm, well, I don't get some, manic. No, there was some, like, have you split with your wife? It's like you said you're suicidal. Someone's trolling you. I'm like, have I contributed to this? No, I'm not rude. at all. I don't. Uh, no, you you haven't contributed. You, you you contribute nothing. Not even content to the show. So no, you no. But it's but it, I'm personally responsible for making you famous these days again. I don't know. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have even been in the jungle. In the jungle. This, this, guy, <laughs> yeah. this guy. This guy. This guy. Like, this push your view, views up for like at least about 10,000 views. Oh, well, you said, I've lost a few. Yeah, okay. Well, that's great, Jonathan. What, what's your point? What's your point, caller? My point is, I've been listening to, and your radio, you, the, just the way that you're talking to people has really changed within the last year. Wow. You're really aggressive. 
really like uh, no i'm not being horrible to people in a way yeah if people are, if people are arseholes jonathan then i'm horrible to them yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but you're the king of the arseholes don't you know, here we go here we go doesn't no, take long for jonathan I'm just uh, using the same word that you'd have said. Yeah, basically. I know, I know. But you're not using it I in know. the clever way that I did, because you're a bit thick. No, but you're not using the clever way. You're just, like, picking on really thick people and making them feel inadequate. You know, Thank you, Jonathan. You've just, you've just summed days? up this phone call oh, in one on. sentence. Come on, you're going to carry on, or are you going to hang up? No, I'm, I'm not going to hang up. I will hang up when you start swearing, which I think is going to be in about I'm, three minutes' time. But, yeah, go on, you carry I'm on. I'm not going to, no, no, I'm on your level now. I understand where you're coming from. you only got to do this. You haven't got a clue where I'm coming from. You don't know anything about no, me. You don't know anything about yeah, me. I think, but the whole public does. You're no, in the public eye now. No, you, you disappeared you, for a long, long, long time, no, but I didn't. then you came no, hang back. On, hang on, hang on. What, what you mean is I was doing stuff that you weren't listening to. I didn't disappear. I was here every day. I was, I was still, still you know, doing what, stuff. Like when um, basic like digital radio was in its infancy, but now, no, 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 you're a popular But it was basically the jungle. Dennis Wise made you cry, and now you're famous. That's what it is. <laughs> fair play. Uh, so people you look up. at you now. You up. Jonathan, what, I don't understand what the point of your calls are, because all I get no, is... No, please let me finish a sentence. Please let me finish a sentence, Jonathan. I'm a mirror to Please let me finish a sentence, Jonathan. Please, I beg you. I beg you. Please, please. You're normally saying this to another person. Please let me finish a sentence, Please let me finish a sentence. It's only good manners. Um... I don't know what the point of your phone calls are. They're very, they're, they're couched in meanness and a, and a dark underbelly. Um, you, you, everything you say is, is complete nonsense. And if you're getting all of your information about me from Daily Mail online stories, then I suggest, yeah, I suggest, then well, John, I suggest let me that, finish. Like Google is like really in cahoots with the Daily Mail. So yeah. no, if you're on. getting, if you're getting everything about me from Daily Mail stories, Jonathan, then I suggest you need to look a little yeah, bit... Yeah, but how are, you, how are you representing yourself? Uh, it were only two days ago, don't you? It's like uh, Ian Lee wants to commit suicide because he's no, being trolled by no, somebody not, else. Not, so what it's like... not, what, not what the story was at all, but well done for not reading it properly. No, well, well that was the headline. No, and it wasn't. Only the headline, headline wasn't Ian Lee wants to... Don't you understand how no, like, multimedia yeah. works these days? Yeah, well, I, under- I understand it. Don't you understand... You, you back in the old days. Here we right. go. Don't you understand how word work, words work? The, the headline wasn't Ian Lee wants to kill himself. It, no, no, Ian Lee wants to commit suicide. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I can it, find it. It pretty much was. No, no, no. <laughs> well, there's a big difference between it was and it pretty much was. There, there, there's a big no, difference there. Ian, Ian Lee is close to suicide. That was a headline. No, it wasn't. I was concerned. I'm it, like, shit, have I contributed? It Sorry, wasn't. Well, the, no, I'll, I'll read the headline if you want. I've got it in front of me. Well, what, what are you doing to represent yourself over that? I'll, I'll read you. Well, I'm correcting. Out. I'm correcting idiots that that think I want to commit suicide and I, by by telling them what the actual headline was. You, you just, you just, I wasn't going to ring you tonight. It was only because no, someone, you know, you, you fancy me. That's no, fine. Yeah. listen, you've said something that's untrue. Why, why, what, it's all this like homosexual John, like banter, Jonathan, like attack Jonathan, for. Jonathan, you've said why something. Are you doing this? It's not you. You've, it's Jonathan, not you. Jonathan. You are not this person you were a year ago. Jonathan, you are totally different. Thank God for You'll that. You raise your game and being like Jonathan, really. Jonathan, 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 and you're being thick. Let me explain, right? You've said something. You've said something that is blatantly untrue and is actually quite. Well, if you you shut up for a second, I'm I'm explaining. You've said something that is blatantly untrue. Well, if you shut up. Well, no, and I need to explain. I need to explain the importance of why I need to correct you, right? You said something. You said something. 
that so was... Thing. Will you be you quiet, Jonathan? Will Jonathan, you do the quote? Jonathan, I will, I will do, I will do. You said okay. something that was blatantly was. untrue uh-huh. and is, is dangerous to put no, out you there. said earlier that you hate gays. What the hell are you on about? Can't stand them. You, you said something... You, you actually said that on the radio earlier, that you don't like gays. You said something that uh, was untrue. You just learned that to be like, to get more popularity, to like people, oh, Ian Lee don't like gays, yeah. let's... Uh, right, I, don't, uh, I, I, I like grays, I like grays, I don't like gays. Grays, not gays, grays, sorry. Ha, yeah, we, gays. You said something that was untrue and was dangerous, right? And that's why Which I need was. to correct you. You said there was a headline that was, Ian Lee wants to commit suicide. There wasn't. I'll read the headline if you want. Well, no, even if you don't want, I need to read the the headline because what you've put out there is dangerous, okay? No, that's what I read. No, you didn't. That's what people got told. That's how it was screamed. No, it's not. First of all, don't believe what you read in the paper. Secondly, that's not what it said. What it said was... Of course not. Ian Lee reveals he contemplated suicide. Okay. That's different from Ian Lee wants... That's different. That's different. Ian Lee has committed suicide. Oh, I've committed suicide now, have I? No, no, but don't you see how that... <laughs> you just said I've committed suicide. Jonathan, you're, you're, Jonathan, mate, listen. Go and have a lie down. Go and have a warm milk. No, go no, phone your mum. You you're not to up to, you're not up to this. Working these days. You're just being controversial for the sake of it. You're not up... Jonathan, you're not up to, you're not up to the level no, that I require for you are being controversial for the sake of it. Thank really? you so no, much. I think I'm beating you. I think you're being a you're, bit of a you, You're beating me. Thank you so much for your call, Jonathan. You totally destroyed me there. You are weak. I'm no. a weak, beater, cuck, snowflake. You're right, Jonathan, and you beat me. Thank yeah, you no, so much. You're the con- <sighs> Thank you so much no. for your call, Jonathan. You destroyed me, though. You wiped the floor with me. You should be very, very proud of yourself. No, you think you know that. Yeah, I do. I know it. I'm admitting it. You, you beat me. You wiped the floor with me. You should no, be, you're being condescending. You should no be very, very proud. Work. You should be very proud of yourself, Jonathan. Go away. No, I'm not being the air and think, yes, I'm worried about you. Well, I, 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 I don't want you Come worrying on. about me. You're not, because you think I've committed suicide. Jonathan, no, it's been a great changed. call. No, you've it's a great call. Thank you so much for your... Plane. No, you have changed your attitude. Thank you so much for your you call, know, Jonathan. You used to be listening. Now you're being aggressive. Thank you so much for calling, Jonathan. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. no need for being aggressive. Thank you so much for your now. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jonathan. What a great call. There we go. Let's go. <laughs> the headline was. It wasn't a headline. That wasn't a headline. Ian Lee wants to commit suicide. Ian Lee reveals he committed suicide after his life was made a misery due to incessant trolling from somebody. And 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 uh, the reason I, is I have to make that clarification because there'll be people going. Ian Lee wants to kill himself. I don't want to kill myself now. This was this was quite a while ago. Um, and it wasn't just because of trolling. Um, but Jonathan is... Um... But was it because of Jonathan? Because <laughs> he was worried that it might be because of him. Such because a I think end. he feels like he's a lot more important he's in such... your life than he actually is. Uh, uh... But if only he was important in your life. I think that's really what he wants. Hang on a second. Can I just try something? I just want to try something. Let me just... Someone's just sent me something. Uh, I'm just going pl- to play a clip of someone. Let's see if this is the same voice. And I'm feeling better. I'm feeling great, man. So 
bring it on, you know. Just uh... No, it's not the same person who ever sent me that in, for goodness sakes. Uh, this is Talk Radio. It's a late night lip service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. It, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Was um, Eamon stay-at-homes actually in work today? Uh, yeah. Outrageous. That's nearly a full week. Eamon left the homes. Oh, no, he wasn't on Monday, was he? Bank holiday. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian, Cass. At last, a, piece, a bit of peace and the love. and his enchantress. Yeah, here we go. Like, well, this is what we want now. After it's been a... It's been a roller coaster, a roller coaster of the first 50 minutes of the show. We all just need to calm down a little bit. I think we can do that t- together. Yes. It would be great if you could play a song for me. Ronnie Carroll, something in the air again. We're only a, a couple of days, few days away from the Eurovision Song Contest. And you know... My late friend, Ronnie Carroll. Yeah, yeah. He he uh, took part in two Eurovision Song Contests in, in 1962 and 1963. And he came fourth both times. Here we go. Hang on a minute. I think this is it. Here we go. Here we go. Let's, hang on a minute. Let's, uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Something in the air again. Oh, why is it not playing? Oh, I've muted it. <laughs> There's something in the air We've got to get together sooner or later Because the revolution's here And you know it's right It's a great song And you know what's right we have got to get it together We have got to get it together now Who did that first? It wasn't Mott the Hooper, was it, George? No, it, it was... Uh, uh, I can't think who that was. I should... There's something in... Thunderclap Newman, that's who it was. Thunder, yeah. Thunderclap Newman. There we go. There we go. Do people still watch the Eurovision? I suppose they must do. I try. We, I tried to get Ronnie into the Eurovision in uh, a couple of years before he died in 2013. Yeah. We put a song together called "The Rainbows Are Coming." It's that party. Look, it's that party. Oh yeah. So, 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 I recognise this video. We're going to see an AT stripper in a minute. <laughs> I recognise this video. You showed this at your your do the other day. But it wasn't with this song, was it? Uh, no, it wasn't when you showed it. This one on YouTube it is um, it is it's that party. Look, there we go. Ah oh, man, um, he's got a good voice, Ronnie Carroll, and he's a proper little crooner. Like yeah, that. from Northern Ireland, and uh, he, he he was the leader of, of a party called the Make Politicians History well, Party. Well for about five years and uh and uh yeah i'm very fond of Ronnie. how come the irish 
are so good at Eurovision, I'm going to suggest they've won it more than any other nation. Because they haven't annoyed anyone. Well, I don't know. They've annoyed me. Well, no, they haven't. We've uh, annoyed people across the world. Yeah, steadily for years. I don't. I don't believe that. I. I genuinely think it's down to the songs. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a political voting thing. Why don't they? This is what they should do, George. This is what they should do. They should get Britain's best songwriter, Gary Barlow, to write a song and perform it. Pay it. Pay him the big bucks. Pay him ten, fifteen thousand quid. Pay him the big bucks. Get him out there. Let's bring that trophy home. We still wouldn't win. Of course we would. All right, if, if he can't do it, then get the second best songwriter, Sir Paul McCartney. Get Paul McCartney to write a song, a bit like Lady Madonna and Hey Jude, you know, something like that. Not like his crap from the 70s, 80s, 90s and 21st century. Well, um, you, you, you know, I, I'm looking forward to a Europe that has no countries in it. So, well, so the future Eurovision Song Contest would, would be... The cities of Europe, rather than the well, the, the, the countries of Europe. I don't Europe. want to get technical, but Eurovision doesn't actually mean Europe. It means it's 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 a satellite. It's a satellite system. That's why Israel and Australia are in there. I'm getting technical. George, love you to talk to you. We'll speak a bit longer tomorrow, maybe, mate. Thanks for calling. Thank you. I did want to. Oh, you got. We've only got 15 seconds. 15 seconds. I wanted to get you this evening to become the leader of the Wonder Party. Oh, God. And then we, we could have made big news together today. Well, well you, you, let's just talk tomorrow about it. Thank you, George. 0344 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. No, no, no. We haven't got the song. Because because I couldn't trust you, Catherine. I had to take my computer. We're going to play Size of the Cow there by the Wonder Stuff. Why? Because it's a great song and, and Airhead reminded me of it. I'm just in that vibe. But because of you being untrustworthy, I had to go to uh, for a comfort break. And I couldn't leave my computer here. You've got to be very careful with that at the moment. It's in tatters. No, it's... Um, oh, it, 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 you know, it fires. But... Um, it's just like a watering can. I had to... <laughs> I had to take my computer with me because you would have done what a mate shouldn't do. You'd have gone on my computer, you'd have opened up the internet and you'd have looked at my uh, Pornhub history. And that is, that is, that is private. That is between a gentleman and, um, uh, his... And the authorities. His laptop. No, 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 it's not illegal. There's nothing on there is illegal. Um, it's very niche. It's, it, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's a fine line, is it? Um, I'm quite vanilla these days. Um, in fact, that was what it's about. It's about having sex with the vanilla beans. But that's by the by. And you know, you've made me say that. And so that's that. So we've not got size of the cows. So we just have to go dry into Alistair. Hello? Yes, Alistair? Oh. Sorry, man. It was on the power cord. Yeah, you'll be on the power cord in a minute. What do you mean by that? Well, what do you think I mean by that? You're going to strangle me. Um, yeah, it did sound a bit like that, didn't it? I'll take that back instantly. What you got for us? A uh, couple of things. Yes. First of all, did you see Love in the Country? Yo! Love in the Country. Sarah Cox finds love for f- some farmers in what is a really dark show. Catherine's gone off it. Tell, explain why you've gone off it, I Catherine. I don't like the vibe. Yeah. I don't like the vibe. Mm. I don't like the way that the women are being kind of... Um, Com- uh, but also competitive with each other, you know, yeah. one trying to suss out the others not so subtly. I don't like the vibe, man. It is weird, and the men will go through the same thing, but they'll behave differently. But this is so, so basically, the farmer 
it sort of interviews four or five and then picks two or three that or four <laughs> one, one I think has picked four I think for next week um that they want to spend time with and then the three or four come and stay at the farm for the weekend and um and it was it focused on it focused on the women this week the 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 the, the, the male farmer and the women and um it was dark it was mean <laughs> Laughing loudest and longest at what you said. But they're so also humouring some, you know, some not great stuff. Yeah. Just to get one over on each other. I felt sorry for Francesca. Everyone was laughing at Francesca. Yeah, and she knew. Yeah, and um, I enjoyed it. What did you think of it, Alistair? Well, I had a bit of a moment. Yeah. Oh. When Francesca um, asked for tomato sauce with beef. Yeah, I found that offensive. But, you know. What's, what's your beef? Well, it's not done, is it? Well, well, why? Oh, it's just not done. Oh, mate, you disgust me. Here's the thing. In Yorkshire, uh, anyway. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Uh, with any roast dinner, whether there be lamb on or not, <laughs> I will always have mint sauce. Is that... Oh, does... mint sauce is fine. Right, hang on. No, it's not. Mint not really. sauce is only meant for lamb. So, mint yeah. sauce, you'll put any... You'll put anywhere. Roasty, roast potatoes, slathered in mint sauce, so the potato goes a bit green. Me and my sister, the biggest fights in my house growing up were over between me and my sister about who had had the most mint sauce on a Sunday roast. How middle class we were. Who had had the most mint Mum, she's had more than, she's had all the mint sauce. I've had hardly any. <laughs> um, uh, so that, but, so, but, you, but if you're saying you could have mint sauce on a roast beef dinner, but not tomato ketchup, mm. well, you're in, you're a hypocrite, Alistair. No. Yes. No, I'm just sensible. No, you're not sensible. You're a hypocrite. You know you can no. have ice cream in a Yorkshire pudding. Well, yes, for a, for a pudding rather than a main course. But, well, Yorkshire, um, well, Catherine, grow up, mate. What what what's it called? Yorkshire pudding. Right. So and so so it's it's a pudding. It's a pudding. Yeah. What? Well, so like suet pudding? You put custard on that, would you? No, but it's a pudding. You, ha, you, Alistair, what's the traditional way of eating Yorkshire pudding, please? You mean with beef or afterwards? After, afterwards. Uh, I had treacle in mine. Treacle, bit of jam, bit of jam. Yeah. Get Yorkshire pudding, you slather some jam all over it. Beautiful. It's a pudding, Catherine. It's a pudding. It's a pudding. Okay? It's, um, it's only in, since the, uh, l- uh, late, the late 19th century. Didn't I introduce this theme? Why are you telling me? Why are you mansplaining pudding to me? The late 19th century, where the it moved from a dessert to part of the mains. That's balls. It's not balls. That's shaved balls. Hey, did you know? You know the plague. Mm-hmm. What, what year was it? Don't do it. Oh, Sixteen hundred and something, wasn't it? Sixteen. Okay, go, go on, Catherine. What year was the plague? Um. It was more than a year. Kate, wouldn't Katie it? Puckrick would know, anyway. Katie Puckrick would know exactly. She wouldn't. She wasn't. She would. Her actually. country wasn't even invented. Uh, so go on. Well, okay. So okay. Well, okay. When was the plague, Catherine? Because oh. I'm about to blow your your freaking mind. Go on then. When was, no, 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 no. You answer the question first. It's about yeah. seventeen something, wasn't it? Seventeen something was it? Go on. Right. Okay. So the plague was 1603. Right. And the plague was 1592. Gosh. The plague happened twice. Mm-hmm. Don't say, aha, as though you knew. First of all, you're a hundred years out, and you thought it only happened once. The plague 
happened. I don't think it stopped happening. I think twice. it was bubbling away. The plague? No, no, no. It stopped. The plague happened twice, right? Well, kind of stopped. Otherwise, it wouldn't have come back, would it? And and uh, fifteen ninety two. What percentage of inhabitants of Stratford upon Avon died? Um, what the whole lot? No, twenty five percent, right? Right. And what was the name of the young lad that escaped from there? Um, Jimmy Noble. William. William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare escaped from Stratford upon Avon, the plague in fifteen ninety two, and he fled to London. And um, then in 1603, 1604, when the plague was back for the plague two, I guess you would call it if you're making a movie, the plague part two. Uh, I wouldn't call it a reboot. Name a film that's been, name a sequel that's been called reboot. Reboot two. Fair play. No, it's actually a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a great movie. If you've not seen it, guys, I thoroughly recommend. If you don't like reboot one, though, you won't. <laughs> um, and they had to close all the theatres down. Right. Because social gathering, social gathering is where the plague would spread. So they had to sh- close all the theatres down. So um, the Sh- Royal Shakespeare Company went went on tour. This is in this is your this is your country's history, Catherine. You'd be bored. You'd be bored. But that says a I'm lot. I'm just watching. Why? What? What? Why? It's education and it's what, knowledge why are you and doing it's this? free. Why are you doing this? You'd be bored of your own country's history. I'm bored of that. I'm bored of. Okay. Well, that's disrespectful. <laughs> but what you're getting here? What you're getting? Well, this is the thing I've worried about. This show, Alistair. We talk too much about. Right. We talk too much about pubic hair. All the that. stuff that Catherine wants. <laughs> pubis and um, uh, you ever had a fight with a pop star? All this silly stuff, right? And we talk. Uh, oh God, depression. I'm going to kill myself. Oh, talk about all that stuff, right? But we're not. We're not actually doing enough social and political history. And this is a new strand. And I'm glad we're having this conversation now. This is a new strand I want to introduce into the late night alternative. I want People it to be, being penalised. I want it to talk about. <laughs> I want it. I want us to learn about this once oh, great nation that we that we all live in. We all live in it. Um, some, some have don't. been here, some, well, some, some have been here longer than others. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. But this great nation, this once great nation, and I think we have themes, don't we? I think the only way we can get this, we can make Britain, and I, I refuse to call it Great Britain at the moment because it's not. But the only way we can make Britain great again is by exploring what made it great throughout the centuries. So the plague from now and and yeah, the plague and um stoicism in the face of the plague well they weren't stoic they all head for the hills didn't they well no that thank you for i'm glad you brought that up no they didn't um fleeing was the best thing you could do but the government or the king uh which king king james which one the first okay yeah sorry because queen elizabeth died and was replaced by king james the first i know all of this stuff catherine the first Scottish king. Um, so, and as soon as he came in, you get the plague again. Hey. So uh, everyone wanted to flee because fleeing out of the, the cities was the best thing to do. But, of course, if you flee and you're infected, then you spread it. So the, the king brought in this law that it basically, if you were poor, you weren't allowed to flee. But if you were rich, you could go and live in, like, your country estates and country mansions and things like that. So... The, there was a, a smaller percentage of the gentry died, and a bigger percentage of the poor people died. What's new? Turning into a bit of a I George Galloway here. But, yeah. so, any other questions, Catherine? Because I've just blown your mind by knowing that. 
Is this finished now? The plague? Well, thank you for asking me that. Because, and this is true. In certain parts of Ethiopia, the plague still exists. Yeah. And also they found a squirrel, squirrel. in a, a, in a, a park mm-hmm. in, I believe, San Francisco. Mm. They found a squirrel in a park in San Francisco. It's coughing. That has the, the bubonic plague. And they also keep it in a jar, don't they? Not the squirrel, the, the plague. That's smallpox and polio they keep in a jar. Um, uh, in the that, same jar or different? Right. Sorry, I thought you were actually interested for a second and it turns out you're being a knob. Well, that's that's um, tonight's uh, social history, uh, part one. And th- we'll be looking at history throughout the centuries, throughout the years, um, uh, as the series progresses. If you've got any history questions, then email me, historyprof at yahoo.co.uk historyprof at yahoo.co.uk or go to his new website easy as facts well Alistair I hope that clears things up for you thank you so much for calling 0344 499 1000 let's go to Paul good evening Paul Hello, Ian. How are you doing, mate? Very, very well, mate. Uh, uh, what, what, is, what is great? i tell you what is great, right? Catherine's doing the, oh, I'm bored at that stuff, right? But A, I know that she likes historical stuff. I did. And, and B, and B, and this is, this is what makes it so, so great. I know that she's fuming that I actually knew all that stuff. I knew the years. I knew the that's, kings. That's why I was calling in. Yeah. Is that what you were doing on the toilet? Googling? I, I think that... Um... I, I think there's some some errors in your facts. Oh, I'd like to hear this, Paul. This I would love. Oh, I would love to hear this, Paul. Bring it on, Paul. Bring it <laughs> right. on. Well, the first one is that you you are you you're right that um, it, that the plague hit Stratford Aden, but it didn't it at that time. It actually um, in the year one, so it, it was in 1564. Shakespeare was born in the April, and this happened um, in the June. Okay, your, lines, your line's breaking up a little bit, so move on to the second point. Move on to the second point, please. Okay, so at that point, he, di- he didn't flee. He was, he was like three, three months old, so he didn't flee and go to London at that point. He, we don't know when he went to London exactly, but it was probably in his, um, in his early 20s. Right, okay, hang on. Sorry, sorry. You were there, were you? No, right, well, I, then, well I, was, then. I, was in, I was in Stratford this week, though. Oh, um, oh, he was in Stratford. Friend. So by osmosis, he's picked up um, <laughs> Shakespeare's. Look it up, Catherine, if you don't know what it means. He's picked up Shakespeare's biography. Has he? Has he? <laughs> we we don't tend to have one, unfortunately. So well, we're you may not. You may not. I certainly know a little bit more. So you basically phoned me up to tell me that we don't know exactly when Shakespeare moved to London. <sighs> we, yeah, we, we know that. But the second, the second point then is that the, the, the what we know is like the um, the Great Plague, which was the Black Death that happened then in um, sixteen sixty four and sixteen sixty five. Okay, hang on a second. Let me just ask you a question, Paul. Go on. Did I get the Queen and the King right? Um, yes. Thanks very much for calling. There we go. You see, know it alls. Hate know it alls. If you've got any questions about history. Uh, do email me, historyprof at yahoo.co.uk. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. More little musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't forget you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. Download the app. 
or go to talkradio.co.uk. And as always, you can watch the show on youtube.com slash Ian Lee. If you look for the live feed, then we're there and people are chatting. 203 people watching us there uh, now. And um, uh, you can also go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee if uh, you want to do that. You'd be very, very welcome. Jonathan called back, and then I, I guess he—I guess he bottled it. Yeah. He put the phone down. So don't know what that. Well, it's not really. You're going to be all right, by the way. Yeah, I'll be fine. No, but are you though? I think so. Um, there's a lot of callers at the moment. Very dark vibe from some of them, and there's a lot of callers who are intent on telling me what I'm thinking and what I am feeling, and we know who I'm talking about. They've been on a few times, and. Um, The thing is, you can't argue with those people because they know better than me what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. Oh, and they know you. Well, they know me. Here's the thing, right? Honestly, I am... I think... I think... No, I... I I, I am, I think, the most honest radio host that I'm aware of and certainly the one that shares the most personal... At times, quite detailed personal information um and if i wasn't being honest about this detailed personal information there'd be no point in sharing it you know and there's some things i don't go into detail i'm not going to go into detail about the divorce because that's that's private and that's none of your business and other people obviously are involved that haven't given me permission you know, to express permission to, to talk about it. And I, I, I wouldn't want to do it. I've always protected my family and my kids and my wife and their identity. I've never said who they are on the radio. Never said my... Um, uh, um... <laughs> George Galloway's listening to this. So we've got Mike Graham listening and um, George Galloway. Uh, George Galloway's tweeted, brilliant, surreal brilliance now with Ian Lee and Flipping and Kath. I know it all now on the Black Death and Shakespeare. <laughs> Or do well, I? Yeah, I wouldn't take an exam on it, George. <laughs> based on Professor, what are you called? History Prof. History Prof at yahoo.co.uk. I'll set up that email account. Um, but but honestly, I, I am I am I think I'm the most self-revealing. As Kath will vouch earlier on when I showed her my shavings, uh, the, the most self-revealing presenter on on radio. And it's it's true. What I say is true, you know. And I, I and sometimes I go home and think, oh, I, I said too much, man. I gave away too much. Um, but I think that's what makes this show unique. It makes my act unique. It makes my relationship with Catherine on air unique. It, it makes the relationship with the callers, you know, and you, dear listener, unique. There's no point in doing it if you're not going to tell the truth, you know. So when people call up and say, no, 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 you don't think that. This is what you think or this is what you should think. But you know what that, what's behind that? Go on. I'm important. That's what they're saying. Yeah. I'm important. I see something other people don't because I'm important. Yeah. And I want to make an impact on you whichever way I can. And if it's by niggling away at you, then that's what it's going to be. It's like pulling your pigtails when you're a kid at school. Um, yeah. They just want your attention. Yeah. And that's great. And, I, and, and honest, again, this is the only show I know of that will allow people to phone up 
and be critical of me. If people want to phone up and say, I think the show's rubbish and I think you're an idiot and this is why. It's good as, it, it, it's, it's better to have a, and this is why at the end of it. Don't just say, I think your show's rubbish. You can do it if you want, but it doesn't take us anywhere. If you say, and this is why, then we can have a conversation about it. Otherwise, it's just me going, oh, okay, thanks. But I, again, I can't think of any other show. Some shows don't even take phone calls because they're so scared of the, the backlash that they were get. Steve Allen. Others um, get phone calls and don't know how to speak to people or they um, don't really listen. Yep. So you can ring up somewhere and do your monologue. London's pretty C, big a C word. Um, and someone will say to you, great point, thanks very much. They've not really listened. You're just filling time. So um, they're making a movie about the Eurovision Song Contest with Will Ferrell. Here's the thing, right? Most Will Ferrell films are rubbish. Cheap Easily put together, he plays the same dumb character. But I could watch him. I could watch him till the cows come home. I love watching Will Ferrell. And it took me a while to get it. For a long time, I was quite sneery about it. Um, but I love, I love B- Blades of Glory, the one where it's... Um, there's, what's the really, the really funny one where I think it's a, they're a basketball team? And they're all sports. A lot of them are sports movies. I even watched... Um, land of the lost the other day and that was terrible and that was hard work that took three or four sittings to do it because it's awful What's film the one about the two dads that he's in oh that, that's crap as well isn't it um it's got marky mark in it I mean. yeah but i really enjoyed it i've not seen the new one i really enjoyed it i love i love watching him i think he's so watchable and i love that dumb middle-aged man character that he plays. I'd probably identify it with it. I'll beat you to it there, Catherine. But I, I, I love watching him. There's the great one about the basketball team. There's the one... Oh, is it Blades of Glory where he's, he's a sex addict and they go to a sex addiction meeting, but they're all just, like, virtually having sex and stuff. It's, it's so... They're so cheesy and, and quite, you know, a production line in values. But I, I love watching him. Anyway, it says here, it's in, it's in the newspaper, so it must be true. Hollywood bosses are planning Eurovision the movie. Why? Well, I don't know. I don't believe that because it doesn't mean anything in America. No. Latin countries aren't in it, aren't they? No, no. They want to cash in on the success of the camp contest, which is watched by 200 million viewers every year. Producers have already secured uh, Will Ferrell, 50 for the film. He's flown to Lisbon where this year's event is being held. The A-list actor is on a research mission to find out why Eurovision is such a hit. A contest insider said, Americans don't know much about Eurovision, but this film will change all that. Oh, they'll find it hilarious. It is hilarious. It's a silly idea. Um, Elf star Will attended Eurovision's opening ceremony on Sunday night in the Portuguese capital. He was at the red carpet bash to spy on acts from across Europe. Our source added, Will was surveying everything and seeing what it was all about. Um, I'd watch that. I don't even know who's doing... It says here, Suri. Yeah, you remember. Didn't we watch the selection process? It was like, she looks a bit like sort of um, young Annie Lennox. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. good luck. Don't stand a chance. Just because we, we don't stand a chance at this thing anymore. I, sh- I think they should get Box Fizz back and do that song, Making Your Mind Up. And we'll do the skirt thing Do again. the same song, do the skirt, do it all. But this time they ask for permission. Yeah, it's we 2018. Go. Me too. Evening, uh, Lewis. Hello. Hello, Lewis. Hey, how's it going? Going very, very well, thank you. We've got two of the station's big hitters, Michael Graham 
and uh, Mr. George Galloway himself, they are both listening to this show, stealing ideas. When you, if George is on tomorrow night, Mike's on tomorrow morning at ten. George will probably be on tomorrow night at seven. Oh, he will do. No, uh, no, it's Thursday tomorrow. It? But he probably will still be on tomorrow night at seven. You listen. I bet they'll be talking about Will Ferrell. Manscaping. Manscaping <laughs> and Shakespeare and the Plague. You know it. You know yeah. it. Oh, I, I, I do have to admit, the reason why I got Twitter in the first place was because of the two mics show. You got Twitter because of the two mics? What, you wanted to troll Mike Parry? What's, or, or, be, um, <laughs> or be insulted by Mike Graham. What did Liam Gallagher call Mike Parry? Cheap pound land Kenny Rogers. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> Liam Gallagher. That. No. Oh pound land it's Kenny funny. Rogers. That's a great one. That's a great one. Anyway, oh Lewis, go God. on. What you got for us, mate? Um, there's a Will Ferrell film, right? It's called um, Everything Must Go. Have you heard of it? Uh, remind me what happens in it. Well, it's quite sad, actually. It's not his typical film. Um, oh, is, it, is that the he, one where he's in a book? No, it's not. He's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. He loses his wife and kids and everything, and it's really bloody sad. It's a really sad film, but it's funny though because like he funny, does man. funny things. Right? I, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, well, I'm gonna watch that tomorrow. Thank you very much. Everything, everything must go. It's called. I'm, I'm IMDbing it. There's one. Where, um, which isn't that great, actually. Everything must go. Will Ferrell, Rebecca Hall. Let's, let's see what it gets on here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, 6.4, that's good enough for me. There's one where he's a character in, <laughs> he's a character in a book. He's a character oh, right. in a book. And it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's, and, and the author yeah. who's writing the book is trying to kill him off. And he suddenly becomes aware... Oh. I've heard of this. Actually. It's, it is actually, it's, 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 it's a great concept. It's not brilliant, but there's some good bits. He becomes aware that he's a character in a book and this author is trying to kill him off. And so he keeps trying to do things to make him more interesting in the book yeah, yeah. so that she can't <laughs> kill him off. It's, it's actually it's quite a good film. Okay, well, we can swap. Lewis, we're, we're, swapping, we're swapping ferals. We're swapping, we're swapping ferals, man. Nice okay. one, man. Thank you, Lewis. <laughs> right, cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Lewis. Uh, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Oh, evening. Evening. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. What you got? Oh, well, a couple of things. First of all, can we bring Teddy Wogan back for the uh, Eurovisions? It's going to be a bit tricky. I know, but I mean, could we not have a stand-in or uh, animatronics, maybe? Well, you would think they've done... They're hologram. Gonna... Robo-Wogan. Yeah, ro- Robo-Wogan. They've, they've got holograms for ABBA that are going to go on tour. Then they must be able to, to CGI Wogan. I mean, they did wonders with his hair. So, to, 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 all you've got to do is just work down from that. They must be able to. Yeah. OK, but the main point... Yes, I, I, was, I, I was actually... I was as chastised today. Good. And I need, I need some agony aunt support. Yep. And your views. Here we go. Right. So basically, hang on, basically, we, someone called Paul out for doing something wrong... And he wants to tell us it was okay. And we're going to go, actually, I think that sounds a little bit dodgy bodsky. But let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt, yes. Uh, Well, okay, so um, I actually was talking, moving a story along about something that happened on holiday, and I said, well, I happened to say transvestite, and I was told I can no longer use the word transvestite. Okay. It's got to be something else is transvestite now a banned word well welcome to um the trans hotline where i didn't misgender someone yesterday thanks for double checking um i 
the, the short answer is I don't know. I think there is a difference. Yeah. I think there is a, there is a difference. Some people are men who like to wear clothes that are generally assigned to women, right? But it's just clothes. Which is what Some I people with a transvestite. Right. Some people are born not, trans, not transgender. That's different. I'm talking about. I was told off for using. It's got to be a drag queen or something now. Was it a drag queen or was it a transvestite? Well, and well, what's the difference? That's the difference. That, that's, that's where I was chastised. Well, see. there's an element of theatre in drag queenery, isn't there? Okay, so what is transvesticism? Well, the, the, the Eddie Izzard came out as a transvestite twenty years ago. Now he's, now he's a transsexual, I think. Is he mm-hmm. right? Okay, okay. Well, let this is. Let me check. This is what is great about this whole thing is it's it's evolving. It's everything is changing. The language changes, and uh, you know, and um, things things move on. I don't know is the short answer, Paul. So is it transgender, transvestite, drag Trans- queen, transsexual? Transsexual. Yeah. Trans Transformer. I don't know. Well, I suppose you could have asked her. Oh, she, she said, oh, it's definitely, it's, it's, a, it's an abusive word now, apparently. Well, who told you, uh, it's, who told you it's an abusive word? Uh, the person I was talking to, but I don't want to name okay. her name. No, but okay, she, but you weren't talking to the trans, you weren't talking to the trans no, person. No, no, no. Right. No, but she, she, she's a lesbian. I think we can say that word now. We can say lesbian. Lesbian doesn't yeah. necessarily grant significantly more insight into trans. I don't know. This has got to tread so carefully because I'll get. I don't care if I get abuse on Twitch. I'm. I'm. I'm, do, well, I'm, I'm fishing uh, around doing the best I can. Um, well, I don't know. We'll have to put it out there, Paul. Um, okay. It would be great if uh, a member of, if a man or woman. Formerly of the tr- of um, trans people, no, that's the dance troupe. The trans community, I don't know. If someone who knows these things could tell us, that'd be great. Why is it so important for you to label them? Oh, fair. Well, that was shame. something else that come up. But I mean, how do you describe? So it's like saying, "Well, I like fish and chips." Well, why describe it as a fish? Okay. Well, it was an animal. It's like you've got to name something something. Why did you? Describe- okay. Well, why did you point them out? Uh, because it was, it's a long story. There's probably too long for the programme, but it was relating to... We've got an hour uh, and a half. We've got an hour and a half, and the yeah. only caller we got lined up uh, is Andre, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OK. But, but it was not derogatory or, or demeaning of what I was talking about, generally. It was just a term to describe somebody that wasn't looking very good in their... Wow. Now, oh, so there was derogatory. Hang on. Well, hang on now. Hang on now. Hang on now. Hang on. I think more important than the words are the intent behind the words. And oh God. Yeah. I personally think so. Again, others might disagree. But the, so the point was to say there is someone over there who doesn't look very good. But the word was describing the individual's look rather than. But why would you? Why would you term. want? Why would you want to point out that someone doesn't look very good, whether it be a man, woman, trans, wh- 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 man? Wh- wh- why? 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 Why would you do that? Uh, well, again, it wasn't. It wasn't a relay from something that I was saying. I was relaying it regarding a third party telling me about something, and I still got chastised. 
maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. You know, shouldn't gossip. Uh, maybe that's, oh. a, that's the problem. There's there's a lesson. There's a lesson. It is, a lesson, isn't it? It is. for all of us. Um, hang on a second. Say say there because we're going to get a young lady. I'm assuming that she's young. I don't know. Is uh, to to talk to us. Hang on, stay there. Who might be able to explain things uh, a little bit better? Uh, Sam is um, doing... just while we've got this pause. I had a look. Um, yes, for Eddie, Eddie Izzard. Now yeah. I remember him saying that he was he was a straight transvestite or a male lesbian. That was back in the day. But now he's saying um, he is transgender. Right. Sorry, she is transgender. There we go. There we go. Uh, no, hang on. And a complete boy plus half girl. Okay, so. Sam, are we. Is Napoleon. No? It's nuanced. No, we have no Napoleon. We're waiting for Napoleon to call in. She can. Um, she can fill in all of the blanks. But maybe she's. But I think there's a bit you're missing out, if I'm going to be honest. Oh, me? Yeah. Now, what's that bit? Well, the bit where you were talking about trying to describe someone who wasn't passing. Oh, the gossip pass. Well, saying that someone didn't look good, or you weren't convinced. Well, I know it was actually somebody else that somebody else didn't look good and described them as a trans... Sexual gender dresser. Well, but but now you're not... But now by doing that, that isn't isn't helping things, transsexual gender dresser. That isn't helping things. I I don't know how to describe, it's just... Why does it have to be so confusing? Well, Why do like, we have to change? Well, you don't have. You don't right have last week. Imagine, you don't have to change. Imagine how confusing it's been for them. Stay right, Paul. Napoleon's on the line. Good evening, Napoleon. Hi. Right. Um, can we stop calling me Napoleon online uh, or on phone? Just Noah's fine. I don't know. Um, what, I don't know what your name is. Noah. Right. Okay. Listen. Can, yeah. can you stop coming on with a cob on? Because I don't know what your name is. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to come and on also, with a cob on. Also, just to clarify, because Kath, listen back, I didn't misgender you yesterday. But anyway, that's to um, one side. So um, Okay, um, can I just have a quick reply to that? And yeah, then... sure. And then I'll have a quick so, reply I back. Mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully admitting that I misheard you, but later in the conversation you misheard me, so these things happen. I apologise. Well, when we thought you swore. Yeah, yes. okay, fine. But why do you... Why can't um, you just accept that you accused me of something wrong instead of saying I but did, I, 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 misheard, I misheard I misheard but then you misheard as well. Yes. Yeah, I thought you said the F word. I, I just occasionally think people say the F word. I have to I have to be extra, co- extra yeah, cautious. I me thinking it. you said the F word is not the same as you thinking you, you accusing me of misgendering you. Okay. Right. So and I and I don't know that your name is Noah. How am I supposed to know what your name is? You know. Well, so, no, I just I was just uh, saying, can we call me that? Because Napoleon, I'm like, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if, if I remember, if I remember, if I remember, Jesus, if I remember to do that, but because you're calling in on Skype, I don't have a little strap line that tells me there. So yeah, cool. I'll try and remember. Right, speak to Paul. Um, well, I mean, I'm just gonna come from. I just want to pick up uh, about the Eddie Ether thing. Can we, we not for the moment? Can we, can, we, no, can we address what did Paul you, is saying? Did you hear me clarify that? Well, I mean, you, you kind of clarified it, but I mean... Can we, no, Noah, can we, can we forget about that for the moment? Maybe we'll come well, back I mean, to... It kind of comes into the whole team. Well, no, can we, no it's, listen, yeah, I know, it's great, it's my show. We, we'll, we'll maybe come back to that in a minute. Would you okay. like to address what Paul was talking about? Well, I mean, what Paul was saying about he called someone a transvestite, um, 
just because he taught, he seen them and looked at them and said, well, they look like a transvestite, which is kind of a derogatory term. Someone isn't transvestite. And, I mean, we're kind of out of favour because it is it has been derogatory for so many years. So, I mean, now we use the name transgender, of which I was telling you last night, which is an umbrella term for the whole trans community. So transvestite, as a term, we don't it's use like- anymore. It's kind of fallen out of favour because it, it has certain derogatory connotations. Okay. So a, a, a gentleman... So what, what I, as I was growing up, a transvestite was someone who just enjoyed wearing women's clothing. Not necessarily for a sexual reason, but just enjoyed wearing women's clothing. So what term would we use for that person well, now? Well, I mean, the, the problem is you have to use whatever term they ask you to use, which if any other says he's transgender now, that's what he is. And he does, he does still use male pronouns, which makes it really confusing for, like, most people. Even me, it makes it a little confusing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just saying that Eddie Izzer doesn't really identify as male or female. He's kind of non-binary, but he doesn't mind either way, because that's just the way he goes. And everyone's a little different. And this is what makes it all so beautiful, Paul, that it's evolving, it's forever changing, it's fluid. So, uh, number one, how am I supposed to know that? And well, number you, two, who decides... Well, I mean, if you're not sure, maybe don't, don't bring it up at all. Well, oh, yeah, but I'm running out of words is a problem. I think somebody will have to add some more words to the dictionary. Well, can I, can I just get a clarification how it came about where you were actually, like, calling them a transvestite? Like, did, did you have a conversation? Did you just look at someone the way their parents was and just, like, make a comment or...? No, no, that's just a comment from somebody else that was talking about who they met on holiday. They met okay. a transvestite on holiday, and I said to them, that, that, was, that was relayed by me, and uh, chastised. But uh, the point I'm trying to get to is, uh, what, you know, what, I've lost track of what a trans... I mean, I, I'm with him, you know, a transvestite was quite well defined as a, a man dressed in female clothing, and... and Nothing negative was meant by it, or, or, you know, it's just a descriptive fact. So it uh, wasn't like uh, you, were throwing, you weren't throwing an insult at anyone or anything like that? No, I mean, just, no, it was purely, purely descriptive. Okay, but you did make a comment earlier, which was quite, you know, it, it seems a little transphobic. Transformer, you were making all of these things, and you said transformer like a joke, and that's quite a transphobic joke. So, I mean, your attitude... What, what, what's, 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 what's wrong with jokes now? What, what's wrong with jokes? What's wrong with... Well, I mean, when you're on the other side, you get I listened to uh, Radio 4 today, I think it was the, the, the comedy half an hour, and there was somebody from, I think it was Nigeria, or, and they were making jokes about Nigerians, about blacks, and it's quite okay, but... For some reason, other people can't make the same jokes. I, I, I get confused what? as to... Well, what do you mean, what? They were making jokes about Nigerians and blacks? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, they, they, are from, they, they, they were black and Nigerian, and they were able to make ethnic jokes. Right, you, and, Paul, 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 <laughs> hang on a minute, hang on a minute, Noah. Paul, you under, do you yeah. understand why it's OK for, for black Nigerians? I know the show you were talking about. Um, oh, OK. You, do you understand... Yeah, uh, I, I, no, I, I heard a, I had a bit of it. I had a bit of it last week. I didn't. I didn't particularly like it. But um, oh, okay. do you understand why it's okay for Black Nigerians to make jokes about Black Nigerians, and it would not be okay for me 
to make jokes about black Nigerians. Do you know? Do you understand? You, do you understand why that is? To to a point, yes. What do you mean to a point? Well, um, I think it's the fact that when when uh, if you were to use what you believe was an innocent term and to be chastised where that term has now been changed by. I'm not sure who changes the terms. But language, language, language evolves. Language evolves. It evolves all the time. Who evolves it? But but language, language has always evolved. Words don't, lots of words don't mean what they meant 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 100 years ago. Language always evolves. Language is a living, breathing thing. It's not set in stone. But at what point are you supposed to know it's changed? Well, you by asking questions, by having your ears open, by reading, by listening, by if you say something that someone goes, oh, I don't like that, you go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Can you explain why? And listening to their response. But who said that response is correct? Who's defining that that... that but it, so- but it sounds like, but, any, it's, but it sounds like the, the fact that you're questioning that sounds like you're looking for a fight, and you'll say you're not. But, but <laughs> you're, the fact that you don't get why a black Nigerian can make jokes about black Nigerians that are, that me- I can't make. That, that it's all about power. It's all about. It's like why, why um, black people can say the M word because they are they are owning that word. Yeah. And for if I were to say it, it would it would have you know a completely different connotation. Yet in the seventies. I've got interview. I was listening to an interview with John Lennon. There's a John Lennon song called "Woman is the N Word of the World." Language yeah. changes. Language changes. Words evolve. I know. Right, when I was growing up, a transvestite, a tranny, a TV, a crossdresser, whatever you want to say, in the 70s and 80s, and for some of the 90s, that was a bloke that used to just like wearing women's clothes. They didn't want to become a woman. They just liked wearing women's clothes. Well, we are finding out that that word now is possibly considered derogatory. Well, I've learnt something, so I won't um, be using that word. For a second? Yeah, go on. I mean, I struggle with transvestite being, like, it can be used in a derogatory fashion. I don't think tranny is definitely derogatory. Um, I mean, transvestite, for some reason, I'm, I'm not a transvestite, so I can't really speak on behalf of transvestite. So, I mean, but I know that it has recently gone out of favour in that kind of community, to be honest. So. I mean, I know people like Eddie Izzard are, as I've said, identifying as transgender more and more these days because it's just, it's, I don't know, it's if all just grouped us in as one big group as transgender and, you know, we're not, we're not all the same, which is kind of, it's, it's even, it's very, it's very hard to do. No, just, uh, just coming back to Paul, I get that it's confusing. But you ask the right questions. It's about whether you're prepared to listen and, and yeah. change because things are moving on and it's about whether you want to know the answer or whether you want to just keep sticking your um, head in the sand and pretending that what you think is right. I think it's more a case of who decides what is right. They do. Well, yeah, they do. They, they do. But, who, yeah. Who's they? The, the, the what, people what? that you're at risk of offending. Yeah. But do we do we look at the uh, you know Collins English Dictionary for definitions? You don't want to know the we... answer, Paul, do you? Well, I don't know. I'm asking the question. Yeah, we've answered it. Well, it's been answered, Paul, and the, you you don't want to change. You're angry that you got called out for talking about a transvestite in your terms that that looked a bit ropey. I think that was kind of roughly the, the terms you oh. used. 
um, you got called out for it, and that's upset you, and that's embarrassed you, and that's fine. Um, and you're angry that a minority group has taken away, or has, has, has seemingly um, d- d- struck a word from your vocabulary. Just, 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 just don't uh, say I the word I transvestite I again. I haven't, got that many, I haven't got that many words to use. I'm, I'm struggling now. Well, You've been you, given you, a few tonight. Yeah, you, you won't, you won't, I, you know, you, you, you'll, you'll survive without calling someone a transvestite. Uh, uh, yeah, no problem. All right. Nice one, Paul. Thank you, mate. Uh, bye. Ta-ta. No, he, he didn't want it here. Thanks, Noah. Thank you, Noah. Um, uh, one sec. Am uh, I still on the air? Yes. Um, I just, like, I really don't want to become the spokesperson for, you know, transgender issues, but you did kind of, I don't know, say something which kind of made me want to call in again. So, um, yeah, I was, like, last night with this, you know, heated, and I, again, apologise for that. So, okay. you know, um, that's all I really want to say. All right, nice one. Thank you very much. Nice. nice. Cheers. Bye bye. 03444991000. Uh, what a show this is tonight. Show of shows. This is talk radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Busy on the phones. Um, uh, Mark, Dave, Andre, stay there. We're going to go to Alex first. Good evening, Alex. Good evening, how are you, sir? Good, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Well, it's been a really heavy night. There's been a lot of very serious discussions discussed. Uh, I think we could change tactics and make it a little bit more lighthearted. You were talking about Will Ferrell being courted for some weird Eurovision movie. Yes. Hollywood is clearly creatively bankrupt, so let's, let's run with it and let's think of some other things that we could cast him in. I reckon you could have him do any stupid plot and it will work because it's him. Yes. So you could do something stupid like, I don't know, you could have a film about two guys just in a pub quiz, and it's him and the other one he's always in films with, John C. Riley. Um, Don't give him a script. There's a film. There's a film about a pub quiz already with Jason Bateman in, um, which is he's not pub quizzes, but he's into quizzes. It starts off in a pub quiz, and he's into games, and they have gaming nights. I think it's called Game Night. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite. I went to the pictures and saw that. It's quite good. It's quite a good. It's been done. It's been done, Alex. Well, well, you'd say it's a remake. Okay. They might as well. They remake everything else. Yes. Um, but Will Ferrell is, is surely the greatest comedic talent this world has ever seen, isn't he? he he's very, very good. I, I don't know if I'd say greatest of all time, but oh. then again, I can't think of anyone I'd say instead. Yeah, but like, name, name, name one. He's better than Laurel and Hardy. He's better than Steve Martin. He's 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 the best. He's Ooh, the best. that's controversial. No, Steve Martin when he was at his best. I mean, something like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Boring. I, mean, I went to the pictures really? to see that film. It was boring. Name one good oh. Steve Martin film. Well, that was it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that is dumb. I remember going to the pictures, seeing that, and thinking, "Jesus, is the only funny thing in that is." Those aren't pillows. But that's it. The rest of it is boring. Father of the Bride. Bo- rubbish. Father of the Bride. Parenthood. Father of the Bride. Really? Father of the Bride's only good because... Don't be snobbish. Of... You know you love it. Father of the Bride is only good for, <laughs> because of Martin Short. Martin Short makes that movie. So you say it's good? No, uh, Martin Moving Short's on. part. Ma- Martin Three Short's Amigos? part. Three Amigos is quite good, but that's Chevy Chase and Martin Short again. That's uh, Roxanne? So, rubbish. No. Uh, rubbish, it's, 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 all this sappy, crappy, 
films from the 70s and the 80s. Why are you, why boring. are you afraid of emotion? No, I'm not afraid of emotion. I like Pat Adams. <laughs> but I just think, I just think his films are awful. Hey, where are we on getting that Robin Williams book? I've sent a, a request. But don't tell me I've got to order it and buy it. Well. Okay, we might have to order. There's a book out, Alex, a really detailed biography of, um, uh, Robin Williams, really detailed, and I can't wait. I want to. Do, I'm going to suck that book up like nobody's business. I mean, too. I'm going to take a look at that and order it myself. Order. I'm going to. Let me. I'm gonna it's go called on, Robin. Uh, Just called Robin. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. going, I'm going on Amazon. See if see if it's out. Hang on. You right. know what's going to happen. You'll order it tonight. It'll arrive tomorrow. Um, and not from that place that you're I mean, If you want to talk about some of the greatest comedic talents of all time, he has to be at the top of the conversation. I know he's not around anymore, but pretty much any film he was in, dramatic or comedy, he was incredible in them. I'm, what, Robin Williams? Yeah. Shut up, man. Shut up. Really? You don't like Good Will Hunting? You don't think he's good in it? I think he's good in Good Will Hunting. It's not I, a funny film, though, is I it? I was joking about Patch Adams. That's a stinker. Uh, the oh, best, no, Patch Adams is garbage. No, the, no, 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 no. The best, the best Robin Williams films, uh, Robin Williams film is a film that no one is, seems to have seen because it flopped, is The World According to Garp. Oh, I've seen that. That's oh, a great film. That is a great film. Everyone should go and watch that. And then there's Dead Poets. Yeah, yeah Power Society, oh, brilliant film. film. I'm very partial to Good Morning Vietnam. I've never seen that. I saw that at the pictures, and so that must have been th- that must have been 30 years ago. So I don't know if it's any good. Good Morning Vietnam. I, I like Popeye. I enjoy. I went to the, see the Popeye movie at the pictures. I loved it. Great songs written by Harry Nilsson. I love Popeye. I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I haven't seen that either. I'll, I'll check that out. No, I'll don't, fall don't, back. don't expect too much because everyone hated it. Everyone hated. It. I, love I found Popeye. it a bit creepy. Yeah. Oh, I... <laughs> also, my dad used to call me olive oil. So, oh, okay. All oh, right. Yeah. I, I don't know what why he you means. Wouldn't <laughs> Alex, thank you for that, mate. Cheers. I'm going to go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Hello. Hello, Mark. What you got for us? Well, um, I was wondering because Catherine, your uh, eleven o'clock song, I was going to make a small request for twelve. What's, what would you like at 12? Um, well, a friend of mine uh, is on SoundCloud and pl- makes tunes and all that sort of thing, plays all the instruments, writes it all, records it all. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if you could be the the world premiere of his music. I'm going to do it. Where do I, how do I find him on SoundCloud? Um, type in Aiden, A-I-D-E-N. I can spell Aiden! I can spell Aiden! <laughs> you say that, that's only because he just spelled it for That's you. absolutely correct. Well, yeah. Aiden, you can yes. spell Ian, right? So I didn't know if you could spell Aiden. <gasps> oh, now... Mark, you are yay close to um, getting a punch <laughs> in the hooter, sunshine. Go on, next, second name. Scott. Yeah, I've got that. How are you spelling yeah. that? Then, stop, stop it. Aiden Scott. With a hyphen and then Brown with an E. Flipping it. Let's go. Right, what we're going to do is, yeah, when we come back at midnight... Hang on a minute. Um... Aidan Scott Brown. Um, okay, which song do I play? Go down, try Frontier of My Name. It might be the best. Frontier of My Name. Has it got an F bomb in it? No, right. no, there's no F bomb. We're going to play Frontier of My Name, Mark. And what we're going to do, we're going to play it after midnight. And we are going to open up the phone lines. We'll take calls straight to air. And people can critique it, okay? So oh three four 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 nine nine one. Nice and aggressive, preferably. There we go, Mark. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Thank you, Mark. Uh, so after midnight, we're going to take calls straight to air and play a, a brand new song by Aiden Scott Brown. And if you think it's great, you tell them it's great. If you think it's pony, you tell them it's pony. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 
Right, so we're going to play this song. I've not heard it. Aidan Scott Brown. Aidan Scott Brown, and the song he wanted to play was Frontier of My Name, and it's a terrible name for a song. It probably means it with all his heart, though. At the frontier of my name, you were playing a game, and I looked into your eyes, and I saw that I fell in love with you. That's how I would do it. So we're going to play it. It's four minutes, three seconds long. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll take calls straight to air, and we'll we'll dip the song, and you will come on and tell me exactly what you think. Is it a hit, or is it a shit? Because <laughs> we play hits and shits on talk radio. Let's go. You can't do hit or miss because that's jukebox jury. So um, hit or shit is is my thing. So here we go. This is Frontier of My Name by Aidan Scott Brown. You give us your call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hit or a shit. Here we go. Let's play it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here's her a shit. Aidan Scott Brown. Here we go. So I was written. Was climbing on the wall. This fatal scene and you've been acting out of face, it's cut cool. And all along the border, the crosses pave the streets. There's no need for law and order when the devil leaves receipts. This is, um, I, I'm listening to this, and this is the biggest piece of shit I've ever heard in my life. It's a shit or a hit? It's a hit. Thank you very much, caller. Hello, caller, you're on the air. This is shit. Thank you very much indeed. Hello, caller, you're on the air. What do you think of Aidan Scott Brown? I think it's quite good, actually, man. I think it's quite good. Thank you very much. Caller, you're on the air. What do you think of this song, please? Um, sadly, a big steaming pile of shit. Thank you very much, caller. 0344 499 1000. Hello, caller. What do you think of this song? Fanny. 
Okay, Fanny, that wasn't one of the options. It's not one of it's not one of the options. Hello, caller, what do you think? Rubbish on the radio. Thank you very much indeed. Hello, caller, you're through to the Aiden Scott Brown hotline. Flush of a toilet. I think it's a flush of a toilet. Thank you very much indeed, caller. Let's go to line two. Line two, what do you think? Please turn it off. <laughs> okay, thank you, Carthy. Line three, what do you think? This song is Ask Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> line four, what do you think of the song, please? Hello, is that Ian? Yes. Yeah, I think... I think the song's shit. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed in the last call. What do you think, caller? Bumba Clark. Okay, well, that's just, that's just rude, that is. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's that done. Um, I wasn't keeping a score there, but I just... Oh, listen, we don't, don't want another one. Okay, Aidan, if you're listening... That, really, just give it up. Just give it up. Honestly, you don't stand a chance in hell. Well, maybe in hell they all sound like that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We'll do. The t- we'll tell you what. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do that more often, right? I like that. Um, if you if, or a friend are in a band and you want your songs to be rated, hit or shit, will we get in trouble for that? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Will social media like that one? I think they probably would, wouldn't they? I can bleep it. They cut the swearing out of the other one. Mm. Um, if you've got a song that you'd like us uh, to play for the listeners, um, send me an email, ian at ianlee.com, um, and um, give us your phone number as well in the email, and we'll, we'll see if we can put you on. I can see that as a TV format. Definitely. I see that as a TV... The S Factor. <laughs> Maybe we'll get in trouble for saying that, I don't know. So they've... Um... I tell you, so a weird thing on Twitter... You know Twitter moments. I like yeah. Twitter moments because it's it's just people t- talking about rubbish, stupid things. Right? You can nominate. You can make your own Twitter. Yeah, you moment, can make your own Twitter you? moments. Yeah. And there was one um, New York guy goes nuts when he sees someone climbing into a sewer. I thought I'll have a look at this. This one New York citizen couldn't believe his eyes when he saw someone slipping nonchalantly into a, into a sewer. Right, and it's an amazing bit of film, right? It's a guy just in the middle of the street. He lifts up a sort of grill on the ground, just, just goes in. Mm-hmm. Right? And everyone, all the comments, this guy's whack. Is he one of the mole people? Apparently you're thinking, well, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Lol. But what no one says is, God, the state of that man's clothes. He's obviously homeless. Do you think he lives down there? Do you think he actually lives in the sewer? Because he looks filthy. And he's kind of, you know, you you do wonder for his mental health. Did anyone, is that guy all right? No one says that. They're just laughing about it. They're all laughing. And I watched this bit of film several times. And I found it really sad. It's a guy, doesn't even look around, lifts up this. He's obviously done it loads of times. Lifts up this grill, just goes straight in and the, the grill pops down. He's going under, under the street. And uh, this guy's filming it from behind. And it's all lols. And, and I just thought, that is the saddest 
That's the saddest bit of footage I've seen in years. That poor bloke. Poor bloke. As, as we know from personal experience and then from talking to our friend in America, there are a lot of um, severely mentally ill people wandering the streets and riding the trains because they have... Um, because health healthcare costs and who's, who, who's, you know, mentally ill people aren't going to have the tens of thousands of dollars it's going to cost to go and get mental health, you know, and we're talking like proper, you know, schizophrenia, bipolar, you know, uh, severely damaged people. And so that so many of them are wandering streets here, you know, the facilities here are awful, but at least there are some facilities and they're awful and they're not great at all, but they're just, and you, I watched this and I thought that poor bloke, that poor bloke. And now he's become a meme. God. I saw a documentary once about um, people who live in the storm drains in uh, under Las Vegas. Yeah. Have you, did you see that no. one? No, no, no. Amazing, right? So you've got all this sort of decadence yeah. above, above ground. And there's whole communities of people living in these sort of tunnels underneath the, the city. Mm. And quite a lot of them are gambling addicts. And they went there to you know for good times and ended up losing all their money and they stay there and some of the people in this in this storm drain would go above ground and they'd go around the casinos putting their hands in the bottom of the slot machines to see if there's any more money yeah and when they found the money instead of spending it on food straight back in the slot this will be the this will be the spin this will be the spin that wins yeah Twitter, uh, Twitter, I think, you know, it's a strange place. Anyway, here's some good news. They've finally, and thank God they've done this, because I was talking about this the other day, actually, with someone. When are they going to do this? Well, they've done it. They've taught a spider to leap on command. So Colin Fernandez, the science correspondent. Oh, right, well, he knows his stuff. Um, The science world is set for a major leap forward. Um, this, This really is great stuff. Thanks to a spider called Kim, who's been trained to jump on demand the creature who like her namesake kim kardashian has a generously proportioned de- proportioned derriere already this is weird is able to jump up to six times her body length from a standing start never see, you never see a spider jump do you Arachnophobia, they were jumping all over the shop. Well, also, if you watch Arachnophobia on a TV, though, you can see the metal rod pushing the big spider. So, ruined it for me. Um, Researchers examined her technique as they hope to build micro-robots that can emulate jumping spiders. Why? Why would would they do that? Why would they want to build micro-robots that can emulate a thing that spiders don't do very often? For the arachnophobia reboot. There we go. One possible use would be for pest control on crops. Oh, their subject, Kim, is a regal jumping spider. So, okay, so a, sp- a species famed for its jumping ability. So wait, 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 wait. They're taking credit for a spider doing what, what they're But they've trained for. it to do it on command. This is the thing. Like, sit, walk is, sit... Here. Jump! Uh, she's under half an inch long, but scientists from Manchester University, probably slipped it an E, were able to capture. Wow. Sorry? Was that Mankist, what you just did there? No, scientist. <laughs> sort of doesn't make sense, but if but, you don't yeah, question it, it fine. does. Carry on, yeah. We're able to capture these remarkable images of Kim's leaps using high speed, high resolution cameras. Yeah, that's, mm, cameras. The team say their experiment explains how some predatory spiders catch their prey. Right, where does the bit um where's the bit where they actually trained her? Oh, they trained her to leap on demand. 
by presenting her with a series of gaps to jump, lifting her across manually at first before she learned to perform the task on her own. Of four female spiders brought from a Manchester pet shop, only Kim cooperated with her trainers. The other was, others were crushed by a heavy book. Um, I don't... What, I, what, what is that? I don't even know. What is? What even is that? Here's the diet. Here, the regal jumping spider eats just one cricket a week. That meant Kim had to be trained without using food as an inducement. Scientists lifted her across a gap by hand to show her what they wanted her to do. Here you go, love. Um. All right. It's mostly harmless to humans, although it can deliver a painful bite. So it's not harmless to humans. Yeah, it's a bit. That's a stupid story. Evening, Steve. Hello, Hello mate. Hello, Steve. Hello, brother. So what? So what? Um, what kind of radio station is this, brother? Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. And one where you can't use the F word. But thanks very much indeed. Sorry to the YouTubers and the Periscopers. If you watch on YouTube, you get you get the whole uncensored nonsense. It's funny, you saw me reach for the dump button quite early on in that conversation. Yeah, we knew well. where that was going. Has he phoned us before? It said new on the screen. Oh, how funny. Yeah, how funny. We've had a sweary Steve before, that's all. Yeah, Maybe it's, something to it's do with the, the name, name Steve. It's the name. Stevens with a V would swear. Stevens with a PH wouldn't swear. Yeah. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand forty five minutes of mirth and merriment to go. This is Tour Radio. No rules, nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Should we put? I've got another. I think this is the last one of those five minutes of that Watco made at Watco. If you want to go and congratulate him, W A T K O. Go and do it because he's a nice lad and he'd appreciate it. Um, I've asked him if he'll send us some more. If he'll make some more, he may have used up everything. Uh, so this is the last one we've got. This is five minutes of philosophy. It's a great day to sell green hoovers. <laughs> I used to stand in the mirror every day when I used to sell vacuum cleaners and go, it's a great day today to sell green hoovers. But um, no, the first thing I do is I try, what I try and do is I've got certain things that I've got written and put on my wall at home in the, just in the hall. And it's things like be kind to people. And literally, it does say this on the, on the wall. Uh, be your own best friend. Um, don't be hard on people. Give people time. Learn to respect yourself. I've got all these things and I read those before I set off for the day. You live down here once, so you might as well enjoy your life while you're down here, because when it's gone, that's it. That would be my motto, I'd tell anybody. I like to make people laugh, I'll, you know, and if I see people what's looking miserable, I'll just crack up, crack out a joke just to make them smile. Just get on with it, just get on with what life throws at you. You can't always uh, have what you want. You can't always do what you want. You make the best of what you got. I take life as a, a great challenge and I, I look forward to it and I run with it. And it is good. You know, you, you get out of it what you put in. And I think I'm a great believer in... I believe in God. I don't believe in a God. I believe in there is something out there that 
is made to work for us. And it's a faith as opposed to a religion. And I think, you know, at the end of our lives, there's, there's somebody going to wait. It'd be a bit like this, a bit like an interview. And he's going to say, or she's going to say, so what have you learned? And then I'm going to have to go through my whole life and put it into context. And to, and to be able to say, this is what I've learned. And every day is a whole new learning game. So, yeah, I love life. Grasp it, run with it. If there's something that needs doing, it's easier to get on with it and do it than sit and moan about it. So, and I'm, not, I'm at my office when I'm doing something for somebody else. I accept responsibility for who I am. I accept responsibility for what I have become. I do not blame anybody. I do not praise anybody for the way I have turned out. Um, I have made my own successes. I have made my own failures, um, and I live by them, and I accept them, and they are what... It, everything that has happened to me has made me what I am. Um, whether it was of my own volition or by accident or whatever, um, if, I'd have, if I'd have changed it, I could have done, but I accept what I am, so I am my own person. I am, I am, not, I am nobody's tool, I am nobody's fool, but my own. I don't drink, I don't smoke... Don't do drugs. I'll eat the odd bit of chocolate now and then, but who doesn't? You've got to enjoy life. Can't be totally boring. I just think most things, you've got to just ride through them. You know, because you can't alter fate or whatever, can you? If it's meant to be, it'll be, and you've just got to deal with it the best way you can. You know? Um Oh, I know sometimes, I mean, you get really uptight about things, uh, but it passes, and then you look back and you think, well, you know, that's okay now. <laughs> Everything's working in progress, because you cannot predict the future. You can't tell me what's going to happen tomorrow. You can't tell me what's going to happen next week. We don't know about life. We can't even... even predict the weather. I suppose if I had any sort of mantra, it would be all things in moderation and do your best and live by and live with your mistakes. Um, I try to do my best. If I fail, I fail. If I succeed, I'm pleased. If somebody pulls out in a car in front of somebody, how many of us go, oh, uh, you idiot and blah, 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 blah. Because the meaning that we've given is they're an undriven with undue care and attention or whatever. But could we have given the meaning? He's just driven like that because somebody's dying in hospital. He's just driven like that because he's getting married and he's late for his running. He's just driven like that because his kids, his school's just rang up and it's... The reality is, we don't know why that person's just pulled out in front of us. So instead of adding meaning to the event that you've seen, strip any meaning out, don't give it any meaning at all, and take things on face value. And by doing that, you don't, you keep yourself on the straight and narrow, and you keep yourself emotionally strong. I think we played that one before, but it's well worth a second uh, listen. I'm out of them now. Tweet at Watco and beg him to make some more. 0344 499 1000. Uh, this is a story that's been in uh, 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 some of the papers all week. This is incredible, right? This couple that got married. Um, this, this woman, this man and this woman, they were going to get married five days before the wedding. 
she had her arm bitten off by a crocodile. Oh. Yeah, you weren't expecting that, plot, were you? Plot twist. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Um, uh, it, it's the most amazing... Five days before the wedding, the crocodile bit her arm off and she still went and got married and... Incredible. The bride who got married just five days after a crocodile tore her arm off has relive, relived the terrifying attack. Zanel Ndlovu, 25, said new husband Jamie Fox, 27. Here we go. What a man. What a man. What a woman. What a couple. Saved her life by punching the reptile as it tried to drag her under. Fantastic. Good for him. It's also emerged yesterday the croc has since been hunted down and shot dead. Sorry, croc fans. The couple were paddling on an inflatable canoe down the Zambezi in Zimbabwe when the beast surfaced and attacked Zanelli. Zanelle. She said, it jumped out of the water and bit a chunk off my right arm. <gasps> Together with the side of the canoe, it started deflating. It all happened so fast. The crocodile bit me again and pulled me into the water. God, what an amazing story. Jamie swam over to where I was struggling with the crocodile that was trying to pull me to the bottom and grabbed my waist. With the other hand, he rained blows down on the crocodile. He rained blows down on the crocodile to save his fiance. What an amazing pair of human beings these people are. The guides saw us battling the crocodile and joined in, and it finally let go. The pain was excruciating, but Jamie was by my side and I summoned the strength to fight through it. And although he was in shock, he calmed me down. Experts said they feared the crocodile could kill others after last week's horror attack near the Victoria Falls. Zanel's right arm was so badly damaged it needed to be amputated. Despite this... This is uh, this is lovely. Despite this, her wedding still went ahead on Saturday, but the venue was changed to a hospital chapel. Charity worker Jamie from Bromley, South East London, met former tennis player Zanel on a trip to Zimbabwe two years ago. They're expected to stay for a few weeks as she recovers. Isn't that, inc- mm. isn't that just the most incredible story? How terrifying that must be. How terrifying, right? How brave of her to... Well, I, I don't know what you could do, but how brave of her... How incredibly brave of him to swim towards it. Of course he's going to. It's the woman that he loves. But you can imagine when something so shocking happens, you just freeze. Mm. Swam towards it and smacking it in the face. A crocodile. Incredible. And then she has her arm amputated. I suppose you probably want to postpone the marriage. Not a chance. We're getting married on, we're getting married on Saturday. Not moving that for the world. Amazing. I thought that was such an incredible story. It's, I've been meaning to pick up on that all week because it's been in the story of the papers a few times. And then, of course, you've got the other wedding, the royal wedding, which is not this weekend, the weekend after. And I, I live near Windsor and I was in Windsor today. Dear God. Well, the bunting is out. All of the homeless, and there are quite a few homeless in Windsor, were being filmed for, I think, news crews. Oh, because now it's become yeah. a point of principle. Yeah. So there were, I saw lots of arty shots of homeless people being filmed. Lots of foreign film crews were there interviewing people on the street, foxing and stuff like that. Loads, uh, loads of film crews. Bunting everywhere. And every shop has got... 
Congratulations to Harry and Meghan. Come in and buy your Union Jack flags. Yeah. I went to Next today to pick something up for the kids and um, the kids section. In fact, in the adult section as well. There's like T-shirts with royal on it and um, the kids um, section. It's got like, you know, little outfits with the union flags and things. They're going to town, aren't they? Are people going to dress up for it? Because I think unless you're invited, you don't have to dress up. I dressed up for William and the lady that he met. Well, I did, but we got invited to a party. We we invited people around to ours and I dressed up in in, uh, tuxedo. Did you? Yeah, dressed up in a tuxedo. I think everyone dressed up a bit. Just have a tuxedo, we just for, for red... a laugh, ironically. Yeah, we we wore red, white, and blue. Um, I'm going to be away the weekend of it, and I would quite like to watch it with my kids because I think they would probably enjoy it. And you know, it would be nice to watch it with them and make slightly sarky comments. And, and actually, put... that's right. The kids will love the it. The kids will love it. The boys will love it. And um, um, well, here's a here's a useful uh, text we've just been sent. Oh, good. Don't. Don't mess with crocodiles. No, yes, no. It's a bit late for that couple, but yeah, you're right. Inflatable you. boats, not a good idea. Inflatable bo- uh, so there's a sort of stories in the paper about this, this bloody wedding. A dental clinic is using Meghan Markle's smile as an advert for its services. Oh. The implant centre in Hove, East Sussex, has her beaming on a Union Jack with the slogan, Give your smile that Meghan sparkle. A source said, Meghan won't have known about this. Um... But they're everywhere. Every shop window in in Windsor is is about this flipping royal wedding. And actually, I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad I'm out of Windsor the weekend. That weekend, I'm going to be in Birmingham at a retro video games uh, uh, event. I'm I'm giving a talk. Apparently, mm-hmm. we can still dress up. I suppose so. I suppose so. You could still dress up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. A star cross sew box for sailor boys, oh. stable girls, oh, I'm on the edge. and stripper grands. It depends who you with, and it depends on the situation. Late night speech radio with a difference. Thank you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Another thirty minutes, and uh, then it's Paul Ross at one o'clock. I think when I get home tonight at two, I might have a couple of bouts of um, Overwatch on the old PS4. Mm. Fancy that? I had a good game today, and then I had a very angry Italian man afterwards. Um, really, very unhappy with my technique as, as Symmetra. Did you not tell him it was only a game? No, I told him to uh, S my D. Oh, um, good evening, Jack. Songing. Turns out. Turns out, doesn't it? Turns Eurovision out. next year? You might have a chance. You might just have a chance. Bad news, lads. Jane Fonda's knocked uh, Nookie on the head. Is she? Yeah, she's knocked Nookie on the head. 
Hollywood star Jane Fonda has quit sex after turning 80. She quit sex. I quit. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. That's enough of that. I'm splitting. Oh, no. <laughs> Her new movie tells of four OAP pals whose sex lives are rekindled by an erotic novel. Oh, I see. She's been interviewed for this silly film and she's made a comment about preferring, I don't know, eating a piece of toast or something. Well, why don't we read the story? Well, I know it. Oh, for goods, goodness sakes. Go on. I'm going to read I it. I know it. But while promoting the book club, Jane revealed, I've closed up shop down there. But she hasn't. But I've left a key under the mat round the back door. <laughs> she got a pop-up shop. Nobody... Nobody has, nobody has to keep on being sexual later in life. It should be up to us to make the decision. It is. It is, yeah. I'm not dating anymore. I'm 80, and it's only over when you decide it's going to be over. Jane, who is three times divorced, was with record producer Richard Perry, 75, for eight years. They separated in January 2017. Um... Last year, Jane admitted experimenting with sex toys for her role in Netflix comedy Grace and Frankie. Yeah, she says stuff when she's selling films. That's that's what that's what actors do. I thought they're though. So, Catherine, you were right. Okay, if you say so. Say it. Uh, you speak to this next guy. Say no. hello to the caller. No, who is it? Say hello to the no, caller. No, you never hand over a good one. Go on. No. Hello. Hello. Hello? You can hear me? Unfortunately. Hello, Ian. Good evening, Mo. It's what a pleasure to have you back on. We don't normally allow double bubble. Yeah, well, listen, Ian. Yeah, are you, are you going to cut me off now? No, Just no, give no. Give me, like, give me 60 seconds of calmness. OK. 60 seconds of what? Calmness, I, I think, is what he said. But, um... Not what I heard. <laughs> oh. Bless him, he's only little. He's only young. Yes. He's only young. He's a trier. Um oh yeah, so the itchiness is a is a side effect of coming off the metazapine. Um But um is it's getting it's getting better. I've still got numb fingers. Six weeks after it started, I've still got numb fingers. I just haven't got the time to go to the doctors. I haven't got the time. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, sir. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And yet, earlier on, you were saying, are you doing anything tomorrow, Kath? Can we play Overwatch? Well, I can't go. I can't. You can't get an appointment on the same day. Well, plan one and make time. Well, okay. We'll make that and make that. Oh. Because I can't. What? I can't. I'm a, I'm a busy guy. Too busy for your own health. Well, I am. I can't go to the doctors tomorrow because you can't get you got to get a same day appointment. You've got to phone them at eight o'clock in the morning. Yep. I'm going to be snoozing, mm. so that isn't going to happen. Um, maybe I'll phone up and see if I can. Then they say we don't do appointments for the next week. I don't want to go to a walk-in centre because that's just for like emergencies, really. Um, I might give them a call tomorrow. I might give them a call tomorrow. Oh three. You're impossible. Four. I'm not. I'm very possible. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Gavin. Hello, Ian. Why do you want to speak to me, man? 
I don't want to speak to you. Why do you... What? Sam just told me that you were eager to speak with me. Well, Sam's... Sam's, um, S-stirring. <laughs> oh, right, OK. Um, yeah, do you remember I called you... I w- was in a car crash last night and everything was kind of going crazy. Yeah, what's happened since? Yeah, um... Um, I've, I've been to the doctor, yeah. and they, <laughs> God bless them, they actually, um, they couldn't give me an appointment to, to see the, 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 um, the GP, and they sent the police round. Right. Because, obviously, that's loads quicker than getting a, a doctor's appointment. Yeah, we'll just send the, the old bill round. Well, I, I suspect that, that they sent the old bill round, um, not just for the simple reason that they couldn't get you a doctor's appointment for the next few days, because that's not standard procedure. I no, imagine that's exactly what I thought, man. Why? Um, yeah, because you've been in a car crash. You know, you've been in a remember. hit and run. Yeah. Sorry? You've been in a hit and run. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah I didn't think of it like that at all. Oh. Blimey, so, well, Kath... Yeah, I mean, I just all I wanted to, I, I just phoned up to say to Sam and you and Kath to say thanks for taking my call yesterday, because I was in a really um, far out place, and I think I'm I'm coming out of what they call like um, shock. Yeah. And um, so, what happened with yeah, the police? Uh, well, they, they came. The, the two police officers came up to see me, and I said, look, I've been trying to get through to uh, the doctors all day because I'm in a really bad place. This isn't going well. Um, I want to get the doctor's appointment. And um, then the police turned up um, because I was, um, you know, just out of my gourd, basically. And the police turned up, and they said, leave it with me, son. And they went down to the doctor's surgery, and within 15 minutes, I'd got a doctor's appointment. Mm. Right. Why does it take police to get you a doctor's appointment? Because that could be evidence. Yeah. So, so what's so? For those who missed it, last five minutes of the show last night, Gavin phoned up. He'd been in an accident. Didn't really remember much about it. So, so what's the latest? What, what's what's happened? The latest. I've been trying to um, think about killing myself um, Gosh, through different methods quickly. all day long. Why? Because I can't. I. I'm out of my mind. I've, I've, whatever's, whatever's happened to me has, has blown my mind. Okay. What, 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 okay. Let's, let's, let's find out what happened to the car. I've got no idea, Ian. It's, as far as I know, it's still where it was. Right. I, I, I don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe that you don't know what's happened to the car. Well, because... I'm telling you the truth, mate. I wouldn't lie to you. Okay. Well, I don't believe it. You would have to have told the police where the car was. I haven't... The only time I spoke to the police was when they came and got me my doctor's appointment. Right. So you didn't tell the police that you'd been in a hit-and-run accident? Ian, I had to walk... From where the accident happened, I had to walk three miles home. So what? That, that, that doesn't, that's irrelevant to the question I just asked. Did You, you didn't tell them about the hit-and-run? No, because they didn't ask. Come on, man. Because they didn't ask. 
I'm being, Ian, I'm being honest with you. They didn't, they turned up at my door. They, and they didn't, said, they didn't ask. Come on, man. So you Ian, don't know. I'm being completely straight with you. They didn't ask. No, no, I, I'm, and I'm going, well, guess what? The police don't, if they didn't know there'd been a car crash, why would they ask you? Why didn't you volunteer that information? Because I'm in shock. Okay. I'm barely keeping it together. Okay. Um, so you don't know where your car is. You don't know what happened. I know, like... I know, I know where it was. I don't understand why you want to kill yourself. Because my mind's blown. But I don't, tell me what that means to you. Shutdown. Complete mental shutdown. So, uh, can, I, can I ask you a question that you might think is rude, but I just need to ask it. Uh, were you stoned or drunk last night? No. Okay. Um, you need to go to A&E, then. I can't get there. Mate, stop making excuses, because if you're talking about killing yourself, if yeah. you have walked away from a very serious car accident with no recollection of what happened... Or and have not told the police about it, you need to pull your finger out of your ass and you need to go and seek medical attention immediately. And say what? And say that you, you have got no idea what's happened for the last 24 hours and that you're thinking about topping yourself. No, I haven't thought about it. I am going to do it. Well, thanks for dumping that on me, dude. Who else have I got to talk to? Well, well, you know what? Loads of people. Oh, yeah, Ian, I'm out of order. I'm sorry, man. You've, you've totally... Now, now, listen, this is what you have done. No, honestly, Ian, I'm so sorry, Shut up and listen. Shut up. And I think you're all right, man. Shut up and listen. You have now d- dumped on me and the listeners that you're going to kill yourself. No, I, I promise you I won't. How I am I... I promise you I won't. Well, Okay. I'm sorry, man. Will you listen for a minute? Will you listen? Listen. Just listen, man. You have dumped a massive steaming turd on my... Right in front of me, right? Um, and... I have... I am totally out of my depth. I have no way to respond to that. I'm sorry, mate. Seriously, I I shouldn't have called. I'm... I just wanted to say thanks for last night, and now it's... And now I'm off to top myself. No, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm sorry, man. But I'm sorry. Dude, you need to get help. You need to get help. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I, what was I thinking? Dude, you're not going to kill yourself. No, I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. No, you're not going to kill yourself. No, I'm not. I promise you, man, I'm not. <laughs> right. How are we going to sort this out, Gavin? Because we <sighs> need to sort this out, man. No, it was... It was stupid. Forget that. Forget that. Then. We've moved on from that. It's, you've, no, it's not, you, you've, you're on the phone, and that's great. I'm glad you're on the phone. So how are we going to sort this out? How are we going to move forward? Um, no, it's my fault. I shouldn't have called... I shouldn't have called you. You've called me. I've called you. that you no. helpfully um, okay. recommend all the time. You can call, you can call, sorry, you can call them in a minute. You. you don't have to apologise. I'm glad you've called me. I'm glad you've called me, and I'm glad you've said what you said. <laughs> And I hope you appreciate the reason why I had to get a little bit angry with you for a second, right? And yeah, you I dig it, man. I, yeah, it's just my stupidity. To, why, why would I call you? Stop because apologising. Because you're the only person I can talk to, man. 
Right. Fundamentally. Can I just say, everyone on Twitter, uh, sorry, everyone on YouTube, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Right? Stop it. You don't know what you're doing. Stop it. Right. Um, do you know I'm someone sorry. called... Do you, don't apologize. do you know someone called Andrea? Yeah, from a long time ago, yeah. Andrea H. Yeah, from a long time ago on, on Periscope, yeah. Right. Does she have your telephone number? Well, I've offered... I, I offered it to her, but she didn't want to... Um, she didn't want to make things personal. I left my number with Sam... And um, she didn't pick it up. Okay. Well, you, okay. Well, this isn't okay because she's on one of the people on on YouTube that is saying that she's going to try and contact you, right? Uh, everyone else, everyone else, you're not helping, Andrea. I can I can read the YouTube comments, Andrea. So if you want to, um, if if would would you? How would you feel if we gave Andrea your telephone number? She's, I've tried to give it to her before. Yeah, she's welcome to my phone number, man. OK. Andrea, can you get in touch with me and we will pass the number on to you, right? I'm sorry, mate. I shouldn't... No, yeah, you've, you, hey, listen, mate. You were quite right. Why, what, that, what right do I have to call up with all this nonsense? No, no, you have every right to call up with this nonsense. You don't have the right to phone up and say, now I'm going to go and kill myself, because that's unfair. Well, that's but not going to happen no, now, no, and that's why we've moved beyond that, and that's beautiful, and I'm glad we've moved beyond that. Oh. Don't have to apply. I'm glad you've called me, man. I'm really, really glad you've called me, and I'm glad that we've crossed that suicide bridge, man. Um, so <laughs> I'm glad we crossed it because that's a silly bridge. You just get off that bridge and it's let's go and sit a, on the other a, side. It's quite a long bridge to cross, isn't it? What else is going on though? Because this is a very strange reaction to have to a car crash. Not saying it's it's not possible to have it to a car crash, but I I, I, I just feel that there's something else going on. Um, I've lost my wife. When was that? Um, before I went into, um, what happened was I took too much drink and drugs and spoiled it all, and I was in hospital for six months. Here we go. Undergoing some pretty heavy stuff, and when I came out, I'd lost my home and I'd lost my wife. How long ago, how long ago did you come out? I've been I've been straight for about eight months now, Ian. Okay. Well, there we go. Well, this is this is I I think the um, again. Let me put my amateur psychologist hat on. Uh, I would <coughs> suggest I would suggest that the car crash has been the um, the, uh, like the, a catalyst the, the catalyst, the release that you needed to um, let all of this stuff out that's happened because it's big stuff, man. Um, how well, you I find? How you finding? How you finding staying clean? Um, pretty much uh, something that you said the other day or the other week. You said you you wake up and you think, right, maybe tomorrow I'll have a drink or I'll have a joint or something. Yeah. But today I'm not going to. I'll just see what happens tomorrow. That's kind of how I deal with it. Yeah. And how? Do I like it? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, I was saying yesterday that I had a little cry the other day. I had a cry yesterday that I can't do cocaine ever again. Of course, crying about flipping cocaine, the thing that takes me to the oh, darkest, the worst, most depraved that's, that's place. The worst thing. It's horrible. That's, yeah, and yes, there's something else that I really picked up 
you you say you've got cocaine radar when you're in a room with oh, people and you just think I know it when people are holding I know yeah, it. I can yeah. feel it There's me a vibe. too man me too how are you um how are you staying clean taking every day as it comes how am I staying clean I'm I'm drinking a lot of Red Bull okay well I would I would politely suggest weaning yourself off that I can't touch that stuff because it drives me nuts. No, but, but are you seeing right. are you are you, you know. going to a drugs counsellor? Are you seeing a therapist? Are you I'm going to with meetings? A, a group called ADAS. Right. Um, but it's my mental health that I'm that's shot. I mean, the addictions. I'm God bless me. I'm dealing with them all right. Um, I don't, I don't lust after alcohol, I don't lust after, um, drugs or anything. I mean, I, I smoke, yeah, I smoke cigarettes. Um, it's my mental health, it's just completely and utterly gone. I would suggest that the two things are perhaps a little bit more linked together than you think they are. Yeah, but I'm just learning to, I'm learning about myself again, I'm learning how to be clean. Yeah. And it's like discovering yourself every waking minute. You you wake up and you you're you, and you think, "Hang on a minute, I haven't been. Who's this person that I'm living with?" You know, and it's. And it's, how are you finding you. yourself? Do you like yourself or do you hate yourself? I hate it. Of course you do. Hate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you do. I I, I knew that was going to be the answer because that's what we do. We hate ourselves. Why yeah, should why should we ever be happy? We don't deserve yeah, happiness. Like, yeah, spot on. Yeah. yeah, why why do I deserve any sort of happiness? We don't. But actually, we do. But we think we don't. Um, I'm really sorry uh, that your marriage broke down, man. That's a that's a big one, isn't it? Um, yeah, blew my life apart. But at the time, I was so pissed, I didn't even notice it happening. There you go. Well, you know, well done to your missus for looking after herself um and yeah, wherever she is <laughs> yeah well you know she pro- she did the right thing for her and and um but that doesn't yeah, make it I any wish, easier i just wish she could meet me again now i'm all clean and here's the bloke that you wanted to marry kind of thing you know what i mean yeah and maybe that will happen and maybe it won't happen you know maybe she's she's been through enough pain and that's fine and um yeah, listen, Ian, you're, you're an absolute gentleman. I'm sorry I called up, man. Cause... No, why are you sorry? I'm, I'm grateful you called up, because this is great. Because it's helping me work out a few things in my head about my life as well, because I'm going through a divorce. Different reasons. Yeah. But I'm going oh, through it, and man, it's, it's devastating, isn't it? There's almost, there's almost bits where you sort of don't even want to wake up in the morning, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just wish sleep would last forever. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, yeah, so there we, uh, there we are. Yeah, there we are. Life there we is, are, um, and there we will be. Life is tough, isn't it? It's, since I've been clean, actually, it's, it's an adventure every day, and it's not necessarily a nice adventure to experience. Oh, it's, it's certainly different from from being stoned. Yeah. But the reason I got the reason I got high. Yeah, you don't notice anything that goes yeah. on. The reason I got high clean. was so I wouldn't have to interact with people, so I could isolate, so I could, didn't yeah. I could numb all of the feelings. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful when you're when you're out of your gourd on yeah. whatever it is you want to do. Yeah, suddenly there's a knock at the door and you're awake again and you're alive. And you think. 
what have I missed? Yeah. And why are all these people telling me these these things? And yeah, you just you just live with it and you deal with it. And um, thanks to people like you, I mean, I mean, I'm not like sticking my tongue up or blowing smoke anywhere. But you're a you're a top fellow, Ian. And thank tongue. you for taking my call. No one does that anymore. Sorry. Um, I was being vulgar. I was being vulgar because that's my defensive thing is when I feel uncomfortable because people are saying nice things, I become vulgar. Yeah, um, um, here's the thing. So up your bum. Thank you very much. Here's the thing. We're coming to the end of the show. Uh, I feel confident that you have, uh, you, you've not only stepped off of the ledge, but you've also closed the window and locked the window, which is good. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, um, Andrea is going to give you a call. I'd love to. She's going to give you a call when I finish. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, be be kind, be nice. Um, you know. Yeah, she was one of my. Um, before you got all um, funny with Periscope and, yeah. like, turned all the chat off, I used to speak to her sort of every night when I was listening to you. Yeah. Periscope's not a particularly nice place, but there are some nice people. Oh, no. There. There, no, I, I, I make it my business to be nice on there. I make it my business. Here we go, here we go, nice. listen, here we go, listen, we've had a tweet from Andy. Shall I read you this tweet? Go on. You guys need to watch your levels all over the place tonight. Quite difficult to listen to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Andy. Hey, listen, here's what's going to happen, Gavin. You're going to give me a call tomorrow night. I can't guarantee that. Um, I would like you to commit to giving me a call tomorrow night, please. Just so that you haven't got to just phone up and say I'm not dead. That's all you've got to do. All right, I will. I will. I'll commit into it? Yeah, all right, Ian, I will. Beautiful. Lovely. I look forward to it. We can have a chat tomorrow if you want. Or if you just want to phone up and say, Ian, I'm not dead. And hang up. Beautiful. <laughs> that will work with me. Like Caddick does. Well, don't be asleep. Uh, Gavin, um, right, I'm, I'm really, I'm really you, grateful you, for your call. Thank you for, for for thinking you could call us and share this stuff with us. I genuinely no, mean that. No, thank you, brother. Honestly, thank you. I all the best. I'm going to cut you off now. Okay. There we go. Hmm. Um, hope the levels were okay. <laughs> Poor bloke. Poor bloke. Um, I know it wasn't just a car crash. You, 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 that's you know, it's it's that's that's. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Paul Ross is up next. Uh, we'll be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Until then, from us, ta-ta.